Did anybody um, listen to Obama's speech, uh, his eulogy for John Lewis? Of I course it not. Was Why would I do that? Yeah. No. Why would I do that to myself? <laughs> it was like so annoying because it's like you're once again reminded how good of an orator he is, which he like legitimately is. He's a great fucking orator. But then it's like he's ta- he's talking about like oh we should have like a national voting holiday and uh, and automatic registration and we should let Puerto Rico and Washington D.C. vote. And like, uh, yeah, damn! If only dude. we could get this guy elected. <laughs> wow, what a, he'd make a great president. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Like, hey, hey, man! Remember? I think he's great at speeches. I don't understand why he's so bad at podcasting. <laughs> have Have you all heard that clip of uh, Michelle Obama's podcast? I have not. <laughs> Where they were talking about it's how so upsetting. Young people only care about Syria. They know know more about Syria than about how their government works. Did what the fuck do I know about cereals? What do you? I know that they exist. Who knows anything about cereals? You you buy a box at the store and you eat it. You don't know what the fuck's in it. Like you don't know how. It's you made. see, if they were more current, they could say TikTok, but they've never heard of it, so they can't. Yeah, they were like they know more about. They care more about the cereal they eat, the car they drive, the. You know, Who the fuck you know, eats cereal? Can... I don't know anybody it's... that eats breakfast. <laughs> no, but it's like... Breakfast. Come I, on. I, I do. I just had breakfast. You're lying. Books. This is a book that came out in uh, the year 2000. The third book in the series is the longest book in the series in my books. In the novels, write the book in the first book. Books. In the uh, books. Books. The fifth book is about to come out. Two books. And in the books. He does that in the books, too. Hello, and welcome to A Song of Babies and Puppies, and A Song of Ice and Fire reread podcast for people who still think The Winds of Winter might come out on August 1st. (laughs) (laughs) It might. (laughs) My name is Kay, and I am mournful as a puppy, which is to say not very mournful. (laughs) Uh, I'm Chaz, and if you'd buried me deeper, I might not come walking. Uh, I'm Janos, and I'm like a fish, pale and confused. (laughs) I don't have one. Yep. I forgot about them again. I'm back to that. You, sh- you do have a name, though. Yeah. Uh, my name is Emmanuel. Good to know. Hi, uh, I'm Rainer, and my recent elevation has only made me worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's me whenever I climb a hill. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, ow, I've got Ooh, elevation ow. sickness. Alright, that one wins to this week, I think. Yeah. We haven't, we've never had awards for this before, but that one won. <laughs> That's how good it was. Maybe we should have awards. Well, we'd have to make a new fucking Discord channel to write them all down. We already have too many. <laughs> yeah. We <can> just... <laughs> no. We're not gonna <laughs> listen back. No one's gonna... None of us are gonna make the work to listen back to every single episode and write up the <laughs> nicknames just so we can do a bracket. <laughs> yeah, I never listen to them anyway, so... Exactly. I only listen to right. the news segment. Yeah, let, let's circle back to that whole August 1st thing and see how the news is this week. Yeah. Okay, so... How is, how is the media reacting to uh, to Winds of Winter the, being released? Yeah, it's it's released, right, Yanos? 
I will say I was outraged this week as everyone yes. was suddenly talking about Winds of Winter, something which we obviously yeah. spent a lot of time right? talking about. Yeah. And everyone was acting like they knew something that we didn't. And obviously we knew more than, than they did. I was and so upset by all the jokes about how... Like, suddenly, all of a sudden, everyone is like, oh, girl needs to be jailed. Remember when he said that thing? That you should put me in a jail and drop me in a vat of acid if the winds of winter <laughs> isn't out by August 29th when the New Zealand World Con is? Do you remember? Do you remember? <laughs> Am I we very remember. original for this? When you've had a whole sub-podcast dedicated <laughs> to this. I was you very know, triggered by the last free cast. <laughs> yes, me too. I to was the, also very upset by multiple parts of it. <laughs> to the point where I tweeted, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, wow. getting so oh, mad that I tweet online. I'm still behind. <laughs> yeah, they were talking about how Feast of Crow was a mistake. Um, they said and... it was a mess, and then they were like, yeah, Gurm is just done writing. <laughs> I was like, shut up. <laughs> Actually, they so said, upsetting. yeah, they said that Feast of Crows was a mess, and then they said the last book was a mess. So, like, they're yeah. not even real fans. They don't, they don't even know that Feast of Crows was the fourth one. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess they, kind or, of. or they don't remember the title of A Dance for Dragons, which is also bad. They stopped reading after Feast because it was so bad. And then they were talking about Funko Pops without any authority, and I was like... That's that's more upsetting to me. (laughs) You haven't put in the time. Yeah, you haven't put in the effort or the analysis to truly understand Funko Pops. You need to make make a full bracket of all of them, and... and go through them (laughs) in excruciating detail. Some would say too much. At least five hours. For the pleasure of dozens. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Uh, yeah, so anyway. So that's sort of the news, is that I'm upset by everyone on Twitter who <laughs> suddenly decide they're allowed to make jokes now rather than appreciating our jokes that we've been making for months. Yeah, I'm gatekeeping. <laughs> yeah, I am gatekeeping. <laughs> I'm not gatekeeping, I'm just trying to express my feelings. Liz did mm. uh, like my tweet saying you should reread it, because so maybe she will. She probably just likes everything. She probably won't. They she also Freecast also liked my uh, my tweet where I made when Harry met Sally, but it was when Harry met Dobby. That was a well, good that tweet. Was just a good tweet. Yeah, <laughs> that was really good. Wait, so what's the news today, Janos? Yeah, I, col- I, I, I collected some newses. That... Did they have anything to say about the book not coming out on August first? Unfortunately, was it like no. a, a mistake in the printing process? No, because like... I was. Because here's the thing, like all of the all of the news are just the same thing. Like I randomly opened up one <laughs> on the, the econotimes dot com, famous mm-hmm. website we know about. Famous real website. Uh, mm-hmm. That says Windows of Winter release date. Experts suggest realistic publishing window as George R. R. Martin missed due date. And it just runs down all the things about the world con. Makes a funny reference to the imprisoning thing. Then talks about the COVID thing, uh, and then says, <laughs> and then says. Uh, meanwhile, George R. R. Martin already admitted that he still has a long way to go, so obviously he can't release the Winds of Winter even at the end of this year. The Express suggested that the more realistic publishing date window for a sixth book series, uh, for a sixth book in the Song of Ice and Fire series, is the year twenty twenty two, and then it links to a fucking 
George Simpson article. Yeah. No. Oh, oh my god, I love it when characters from one show turn up in like another show. <laughs> oh my god. Across it's like over. it's exciting uh, for the audience, and this is like that. Um, and this this George Simpson article, of course, also uh, talks about an, a Song of Ice and Fire expert who, if you scroll down, is I bet it's gonna be Brendan Beefish. Mm-hmm. It's, it's always uh, him. It just says the expert. Mm. No, prob- it's someone named. Him. It's someone uh, by the name of the Word Zone. It's, it says here uh, Brooks Oglesby. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, but this blog. Okay, it links to it. This is so deep. It links to a blog named thewordzone.blogspot.com, and when you sc- uh, when you scroll down, this article quotes Brynden Hype Slayer Beefish. I okay. did not know he earned that nickname. Hype Slayer. He, wow, he that's badass. That <laughs> it's pretty bad. That's, yeah, that's, uh... That's embarrassing. I would be embarrassed to have that nickname. Yeah, I would, if I were Brendan Beefish, I would resign. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would too. say, uh, I would redirect <laughs> all my, all my social media to asobap.pinecast.co <laughs> because they have the real news. Yeah. Uh, we're the experts. But, you know, it's it's very disappointing that uh, the book isn't literally already in our hands. Uh, and now many of us don't know how to pass the time until the book actually comes out. <laughs> uh, but I found an article by Showbiz Cheat Sheet. Uh-huh, sounds legit. That suggests something we could do in between, and it says... Game of Thrones, how hardcore fans can learn High Valyrian. Mm. Ooh. Speaking about Australian accent and you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just say Torgo Nudo. Torgo Nudo? Yeah. This article is basically a rundown of how Game of Thrones was successful. And it says, even though it had its historic series finale in 2019, fans still obsess over the show. Did I'm gonna need citations for that. I mean, Unfor- if you. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, in which community we are regularly. <laughs> like, yeah, I stop still posting. <laughs> and for truly hardcore fans, there is a way to take their love of Game of Thrones to the next level. And then the next subheadline uh-huh. is Game of Thrones is set in a fantasy world. <laughs> it is! How could you hear them? Wait. And then they explain, although Game of Thrones retained many historical elements in the way that it was structured, it took place in a fantasy world, complete with dragons, monsters, and mystical beings. So you need to be a true hardcore Game of Thrones fan to know about this. Yes. Oh. There's uh, dragons in it, that's very exciting. The next sentence is also interesting. It featured promising young actors like Kit Harington and Amelia Clark <laughs> in the re- lead roles. Yeah, promising. Uh, they, they were. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was great in Seven Days in Hell. <laughs> I haven't seen that because we were recording a podcast oh, when I just okay. that. You you have to you have to watch it. It's, it's pretty he was good. also in a thing about like like the assassination attempt. You know the uh, the gunpowder plot. That's it. It was in one of those mm. films, but I did not see it. The EV for Vendetta. No, the other gunpowder plot. <laughs> <laughs> And then finally, at the end of the article, it turns out this is, this has all just been a 
hidden advertisement for Duolingo, which apparently oh my God. Uh, now has a course available that promises to teach fans High Valyrian, the language of the nobility in Game of Thrones. Um, the, what? The nobility? I, it's not the language of nobility, what the fuck? No. Language of Valyrian. I mean, some of them, maybe. <laughs> yes, Tennis famously uh, <laughs> talks High Valyrian. I guess he's just uh, not the true king, you know. It's confirmed. What's, yes. What's I mean, very funny? Brandy doesn't either. To yeah. me, is like he could. okay. It it basically <laughs> explains how Duolingo works. Oh, good. And then it says, not only could learning High Valyrian enhance the binge watching experience, but it could give fans a leg up in understanding what characters are saying when the promised spin-off series finally does make its debut. Oh, it, yeah. It they're not going to give you any subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> no. What if I started speaking High Valyrian and then used it to convince people that I was channeling characters from Game of Thrones into my body? Oh my god. (laughs) I think that would be a a good way to start a cult. I can't get into this. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But yes, that would be very epic. I I wonder if someone had the idea to do that. Maybe with a different fandom. Hmm. Uh... Okay, I just want to briefly touch uh, touch on Gizmo Post 24. I think Gizmo Post 24 is the OG uh, incomprehensible website <laughs> and all the others linked. Because I think all the others linked back to this, like copied off the their bios from this. But but this is interesting because it's called George R. Martin the Winds of Winter. Check out the expected release date and storyline of the novel. Three exclamation marks. Mm-hmm. But... Th- the this style is a of this fever dream. I think the style this of this is, is another level once again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like this is a different shade of incomprehensible. Good or bad runs parallel to each other. Where one finds worse in something, other finds the wow. same thing splendorous. <laughs> wow. The current lockdown has proved to be a Dobby night for some, while others <laughs> have found this period formative and greatest opportunity to work on their skills. One such elite we mention here is Game of Thrones author George R. R. Martin, who says, The lockdown has helped me get into the full form and work progressively on the winds of winter. George, this is my final form. (laughs) (laughs) Finally unleashed his full form. Uh, Here's another quote from George, which is definitely real in this article. Uh, For the specifics, George says this article just calls him George. So, first name basis. First name yeah. basis. One of us. Us two. Yeah. I mean, George says him, that with winter comes darkness. It is the time that fills the whole macrocosm with moroseness and darkness. His novel is not going to be a married to feel good type that the people might be hoping for. So the wind of iniquity is going to prevail in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what George, said. George said. This. That is very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's not going to be a merry to feel good types. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be a merry to feel good types. The wind of iniquity is very good. I love this angle because I think a previous article had a similar angle where it was, beware, this book is not going to be a very fun, happy novel. And mm-hmm. like, we've read the last five novels, we yeah. know. <laughs> We've yeah, read the, the about... Aria chapter this week. Yeah. <laughs> the, the thing about Clash <laughs> of Kings know. is it's very fun. Yeah, it's it's a merit to feel good types, you might say. Yeah. 
in, in his Tuesday blogs, oh. Martin mentions that this imposed evolution has facilitated the way to move forward. And then, and then it says, who is George R. R. Martin? This is him. He's the hat man. You know him. Yeah. An American novelist and short story writer, I'm George R. R. Martin, loves to take his reader to the world of fantasy horror science. Fantasy horror science? Fantasy horror <laughs> science. Okay. I guess, I guess it's kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could say, well, like, the Kyber stuff is, like, fantasy horror science. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> his writing career began at the age of 21 when he first sold his science fiction short tales. That was the time, and now his writing career has taken a major jump. Just now. I don't think that was no. now. I think that yeah. was like <laughs> 20 years ago when mm. his writing career has taken a major jump. It was just now. Yeah. Yeah. It was yesterday. You know, the time is relative. So when is this book <laughs> coming true. out? Do they tell us that? Because, uh, they don't. 2021. Oh. <laughs> it, says, mm. it says last year's speculations were that the novel might get a release in mid-2020. But now the news is in the air that the novel may wind up in 2021. It's in the air. So you heard it here. The news is in the air. You gotta listen to to the wind to find out. The news is in the air like the virus. You can't escape it much as you try. Oh my god. Oh god. (laughs) The news segment is also in the air. Yeah. Breathe it deep into your lungs. No. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (sighs) All right. Is that all the news? Yeah. The, the book is coming out fall 2020, so don't worry about fall what they 2020. Don't even worry about it, you know? It's still fall for a lot longer. Yeah. We kind of... Like, the August 1st thing is like was like a minor oversight uh, on our sides. We were foolishly trusting, like, the one news source because they were so convincing. Uh-huh. But we all know, f- fall 2020 is many things. I think many it's days. more realistic. Yeah. We're just going to play this off like we were, like... We were just joking the whole time. Weird. We we were just being optimistic. <laughs> we were just joking about August the first. We we knew yeah. all along yeah. that it's gonna be September the first. Uh huh. <laughs> I mean, it's fall for a lot longer. There's like two more months of fall. Yeah, when does fall end? Like October? December the twenty first. You know, officially. Yeah. Yeah, Isn't but do you ever fall? like? Do you ever yes. like on December the fifteenth go outside and say, "Ah, what a nice fall day! I hope everyone is mm. enjoying fall." But technically, it's part of autumn, mm-hmm. so you know, mm-hmm. uh-huh. it could it could it could be in December. But he's got all that time to do it, so yeah. I think he will. Yeah, twenty twenty one is not a real year, so don't worry about that. Yeah, that's I funny. don't even know what the world will be in twenty twenty one. Optimistic to think that there will be a world. <laughs> yeah. We're already three quarters of the way through this one. What the fuck? Are we? We're not. It's eight out of 12. Is that three quarters? That is three quarters. No, that yeah. would be nine. That's, that's, September is yeah. three quarters. Yeah, that's two thirds. Yeah, we're close. Whatever. We're two thirds. <laughs> All right. Let's not and do not even. It's, it's only the beginning of August. So mm. Let's talk about our good chapters this week. Yeah, three fun chapters. Nothing bad happened in them. All right. This week we read Tyrion 6, Arya 6. I don't know why they get so many chapters. And Danny 2. <laughs> <laughs> They're the main characters. Yeah. So, <laughs> Played by Kit Harington and uh, Emilia Clarke. We, yeah. We know about it. <laughs> <laughs> They're the, the upcoming young actors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Before we get started, how do you guys feel about these chapters? It's like a run... Because I, like, 
I don't know. I read them earlier the week and read them. I read them again, and I just like uh-huh. don't really have anything to say. About I feel them. like we're getting a bit into the slump of a clash of yeah. kings. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, like the. I like. I think the Arya one felt very engaging in a mm. bad way. Yeah, that one's um, really good. It's definitely the best one, but I just don't have that much to say about it. It's very like it is kind of table setting, but mm. and like setting up the new yeah. paradigm, but. I think the Tyrion one and the Danny one aren't particularly. I mean, I guess it's like an introduction to Karth and all that sort of stuff, but it is almost like yeah, table setting rather than but big it's really, action. I I I'm not. I'm not mad. How do I put it? I am not really convinced by the placing of the Danny chapters in this book or the pacing <laughs> out of them. <laughs> They're a bit weird. Because because yeah, as you said, it's table setting, but it's table setting like two thirds into the book. <laughs> she could have arrived in Karth like in within the first 200 maybe 300 pages not at page 400 but she discovers <laughs> that Robert Baratheon is dead and it's a big surprise yeah which is like, let's we'll, go chapter by chapter maybe. yeah I will talk yeah, about let's that, do that. To a chapter. but yeah I, I, I do think this this week of chapters was not my favorite like also, they have, they have very little connection to each other, so that's like, also you've true. Been jumping around a lot, so I'm, yeah. I, I like have to remind myself of the good shit that is going to happen in this book uh, <laughs> because it's at this point it's like kind of nothing. Wait, is Blackwater in this book, or is that yeah? Storm of oh, nice. Oh, I yeah, there's a, there's a lot of great stuff in the in the last third, I think. Oh, this book starts to pop off. I think it's just this particular run of chapters was just yeah. like all right i mean i don't know the Tyrion one has some stuff happens but yeah he's taken it's... way too long with Tyrion's fucking trick i'm done with yeah. it <laughs> Tyrion's <laughs> trick part three i think the way we are talking about these like three yeah. chapters th- two to three chapters a week like 30 pages a week uh makes it makes the Tyrion's tricks stretch out really badly <laughs> Yeah, yeah, when you're reading it normally, I think it feels a bit more like, oh, this is just continuing the story. Oh, Tyrion's um, just doing his trick. I remember that from reading it half an hour ago instead of five weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm um, speaking of Tyrion's trick. It's Tyrion time once again. He is gone to see Cersei, who is reclining <laughs> as. <laughs> As um, other Lannister person, Sir Lancel, who we have met briefly before, mm-hmm. um, he's singing and he's gotten a bit hotter. Uh, Tyrion notes, you know, he's got all the the confidence of someone who is handsome and hot and blonde. So Tyrion hates him, basically. Which is weird because Tyrion likes his brother, who is all those things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess Lancel's never done anything for him. Probably. Tyrion says, "Stop trying to be Jamie. You'll never be Jamie." <laughs> Yeah, it's like, how dare you stand when he stood. Um, um, yeah, and Tyrion's like, I gotta I gotta talk to you. Cersei's like, um, don't talk to me about all the, the beggars. I did what I had to do. Um, <laughs> yeah, Lancel's like, I would have done worse. How dare they say all these terrible things. Um, but Lancel leaves, and it's sort of implied that i don't know he has something going on with cersei a little bit yeah he's 16 Cersei problematic for this one yeah this is what makes cersei problematic yeah uh, <laughs> Lancel is hardcore simping here 
Yeah, he's like, wow, Cersei's so great and wonderful. Um, don't I mean, be mean. Cersei is, is posting feet in this one, so... <laughs> she is! Yeah. She was, she was <laughs> posting feet. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it is very funny when Tyrion says in his brain that Lancel is unleavened by any trace of humour or self-doubt. It's just very funny. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, and so Tyrion's like, lol, have you heard that Stannis has left? And Cersei's like, what the fuck? Why are you so chill about this? And Tyrion's like, no, he's gone to fight Renly. (laughs) And and they have, like, a great moment where they think this is hilarious and they're, like, hugging and dancing around. And it's like, oh, sibling bonding moment. They're they're getting on so well, so Tyrion then proceeds to poison her. But even that, like, even the regular sibling bonding is undercut by Tyrion thinking, is this the Cersei that Jamie sees? <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, this is this makes sense why our brother um, is sleeping with this, my sister, because, you know, she's she's all happy. And she nice, knows how to I smile guess. and be happy. I've never seen it yeah. before. <laughs> I have ne- literally never seen her smile at me before. Um, it's so weird how Tyrion is, like, I don't know if it's, like... Uh, family trauma something but he's always like oh I hate my sister but I would fuck her like what I think it's almost like yeah he he sort of hates her because she's horrible to him and she's kind of terrible but also at the same time um, he sort of longs for his family's acceptance and in that way he yeah. maybe like misdirects it a bit you know <laughs> Or a lot. I think he just hates women, but that's my take. Oh, and that's he also take. does hate. He does hate women. That's, that's true. also true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. They have a great. They have a great bit where Cersei's like, "I'm starting to believe that Robert was the clever one." Which <laughs> um, sure. And yeah, yeah she wins um, the internet with that one. <laughs> she really does. <laughs> Um, and then they make some jokes about Stannis clenching his teeth when um, Robert gave Storm's End to Renly, and they actually say that he did it on purpose and it was meant as a slight towards Stannis. Well, um, maybe he should have smiled more. <laughs> Why don't you smile more? Um, yeah, and so they drink some wine, and he puts like some sort of poison in her wine, which we initially don't know what it is. Yeah, what if she just dropped told. dead here? <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, oh shit, Tyrion's poisoning oh. Cersei to death. Um, but it's just like a sort of laxative kind of thing, which will make her yeah, need the toilet just all the time. Yeah, it's party. It's poopy stupid. Yeah. yeah, he says he almost felt sorry for poisoning her because she was so pretty. Um, <laughs> and the next morning she's sick and she's too sick to go into court uh, and treat with Sir Cleos, which is great for Tyrion and his entire plan because he's got some, he's got some schemes. He's been scheming. He's got a few tricks up his sleeve. It's got it's Tyrion tricks continued. Two two trick to Tyrion. <laughs> exactly. Uh, he gets onto the Iron Throne and it's really hard and it's horrible and full of swords. But he's like, "Wow, I love to be above everyone. This is this is fucking great." He says that Sansa Stark looked particularly lovely this morning. Jail for Tyrion. Jail for Tyrion. <laughs> I underline that one. Jail for Tyrion. She's mm-hmm. twelve, baby. Huh. Yeah. Um, normal. Bronze here, Sir Preston of the Kingsguard. I don't know why I find that name funny, but Preston is just a very funny name. Um, Giles is there, Tyrick's there, and everyone's making fun of Tyrick because he's married to a child um, who's a baby. And God, that's a pretty like, good joke. 
<laughs> it's like you're a nursemaid and he's owned. So Tyrion is like, okay, I love this. I love power. Um, I'm going to treat this to Cleos. So Cleos comes and um, Littlefinger's like, oh, thank you for your work. And Purcell's like, yeah, we, we're going to... We're gonna tell off Rob Stark, <laughs> and Tyrion's like, "Here's my here's my terms. Rob Stark has to do a bunch of shit that he doesn't want to do. We're not gonna secede to any of his demands. Well, um, well, so most of them. It's sort of, I guess, a treaty. He says we must he must free my brother unharmed and place his host under Jamie's command to march against the rebels, Renly and Stannis Baratheon. Each of the Starks must send a son as hostage. A daughter will suffice. I mean, they already have like, <laughs> you know, a Stark daughter." They shall be treated gently and given high places in court, just like Sansa is treated gently. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so Cleos uh, Ray is like, that's not going to fucking happen. And Tyrion's like, I know. Tyrion says, I'm, I'm doing filibuster. Yeah. He's like, listen, he stands alone. He's got no ha- He's got no allies. Stannis and Renly Baratheon wage war against each other. And this was funny. He said, the Prince of Dawn has consented to wed his son Tristan to the Princess Marcella. And I just like that he didn't name the Prince of Dawn because he's the unknown Prince of Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then yeah he's got like a bunch of more marriages that he's like we should do this and he's like um we will give you these hostages Starks suck Lannisters are great but we'll give you Ned's bones yeah we don't we don't we don't need these so I guess you can have them as a a show of good faith you're dead dad (laughs) um but we're not giving him the sword or Sansa um until they free Jaime and yes, we definitely have Arya. She's around. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. And then Tyrion's like, oh, we'll, we'll send uh, Cersei's guard with the bones to protect them. So he's like protecting them and also getting rid of Cersei's guard at the same time, which is his cunning plan. So sneaky. And then Littlefinger and Pycelle are all like, what? Amazing. Apart from um, Littlefinger doesn't really react much. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sir Alistair comes and is like, please, can you send some people to the wall? I know I'm an asshole, but we need them. The dead are coming and it's it's not really very funny. And Tyrion's like, no, it is funny. Mm. <laughs> Here's some funny jokes that I have prepared for the occasion about the dead rising and you have to just bury them deeper. What? The dead aren't coming back. That's stupid. But he does agree to send him some men. And he's like, listen, I just didn't want to pretend like I believed him. Which, who knows if he does or not, really. Yeah. He, he acts like he's, like, maybe a little bit scared. He, like, remembers looking out the top of the wall yeah. and like, getting spooked. But he's like, oh, yeah, he's he... just trying to make me look stupid. Which is Tyrion letting his own insecurities, insecurities get in the way of doing the right thing yet again. Yeah. And he is like, no one else in this court would believe this. Um, and the zombie hand they brought back will run and stuff. So maybe that wasn't a great plan. Because he, he waited so long. I want to know the, the yeah. logistics of this. I mean, he must have traveled way longer that he was just like kept waiting there, right? Yeah, because he, he comes down by Probably. boat, I think. I mean, yeah, for sure. But he was also left waiting there a long yeah. time. Like, we heard that he got here like three chapters ago, I think. Three Tyrions mm. ago. Mm. But still, like, I don't know, like, times ago. Uh, as much as he sucks, Sir Elisabeth Thorne doesn't seem like a guy who would go to a, to the king's court just just as a prank. No. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, it's almost Tyrion's just insane insecurity where he's like, oh, this is to mock me for some reason mm-hmm. or to trick us into giving them more men, like, I guess. What sense maybe? would that make? 
And none. No, none. Tyrion like, is Tyrion, just fucking dumb. Like, Tyrion, like, knows that they need men. Like, I don't know. They could... Yeah. God, this is well, so frustrating. Well, he, he does sort of... He does sort of go, you can take all the... Men. Just We're just going to arrest some random guys, and you can take those. Yeah. And if you tell people that there's food, they'll probably go anyway. Yeah, he's like, we can't. And, we have no more prisoners, but you can arrest some more. Great. Yeah, and Alice is like, I hate you. You suck. Stop being mean to me. <laughs> Um, which is kind of fair enough. Yeah, for once in his life, Alison makes a good point. Yeah, Alice is... He's, like, kind of defending his own, because he's, like, a dickhead, but he also understands the sort of gravity of the situation. Yeah. So he's like... <laughs> There's zombies. Yeah, he's like, the cold winds are rising, the wall must be held, and Tyrion's like, yeah, and I've given you men, yeah. I just didn't want to admit mm. that I'm I'm frightened of the zombies. And he says, give my warm regards to Lord Mormont and to Jon Snow as well, because Tyrion and Jon BFFs for MCs. <laughs> the question is, what did Elisa think he would get here? I mean... Yeah, I am kind of wondering about that. are marching, like, some yeah. of their yeah. troops well, to like, the was, north, was, who are, like, the, yeah. the Yeah, he was sent down waiting. before everything kicked off, so that's when he left, and he had the zombie hand, but, like, mm. I guess events conspired to make it... Difficult. Was Robert still alive at that point? I think so, yeah. Because it was in book one. It was like immediately yeah. after um, the zombies arose and John. Because John's in like yeah. bad boy jail. Yeah, true. It was after that John chapter, yeah. <laughs> John's on giving, given naughty treatment and then he's out and they're like, we've sent Alice a thorn to keep him away from you as well to get Because it back. does show like, you know, flaws of the system or whatever. Like, because you want, you want the king to take undead armies probably coming towards you. Like, you want the king to take that seriously. Yeah. But, like, Robert, Robert wouldn't have taken it seriously. Maybe Ned no. would have, I don't know. Ned, I think, would have done. Mm. Um, yeah. I don't know if he... I, I'm still not sure if he would have believed in the zombies. Yeah, but his, or, brother, you know, is the, his brother is at the wall, so... Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if anyone—it's so unbelievable. I guess that I don't know. And his son. I think yeah, we kind of talked about this before. The issue of like sending Alistair instead of someone that is like mm-hmm. liked or respected, basically. Yeah, where Jiro was kind of like, "Oh, this is two birds, one stone. I can get my message and get this guy away from John, but it, or it's one yeah. bird <laughs> with <laughs> with a stone. <laughs> it's a stone. Um, it's uh, definitely a stone. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I I do think like even with. Eliza, they could have, they should have expected better success if it was a better, if the, if there was a better king and a better hand. Yeah, a better yeah, king or a better hand. Mm-hmm. If people were willing to like believe it, yeah, I, I kind it'll of. Be, it'll, be, it'll be like something's going on up there. I don't know what if this is true, but you definitely need more men, and we're going to send like an army up to help you or something. I, I kind of get that Tyrion doesn't want to like admit publicly publicly that yeah. he believes like that people are walking somewhere in the north but i mean typical Tyrion, he didn't need to be such an asshole about it and then mm-hmm. embarrass he loves the, the laughter of the court it, it, he's obsessed with public approval yeah he could have kind of blown him off in in court and then say okay like uh let's talk in private like what yeah. what do you mean like that people are walking into, like how do you want us to help yeah 
Because he got, like, basically no information through this, whereas he could have, yeah, he could have talked to him in private and been like, please tell me the entire story, like, all the way through. Yeah, I feel like George should have sent, like, a a letter with him or something. Yes, yeah. I mean, we had in a previous chapter, he he doesn't want to talk to Thorne specifically because he doesn't like that. Yeah. That's why I kept him waiting. I I think he even asked for, like, a private... uh, private audience yeah. something and then he said no let's keep him wait- keep him waiting and now he's like uh yeah. taking this public audience which again is Tyrion like getting all his pettiness and allowing that because he know he cared about the north and he cared about the wall when he was up there he was like this is really amazing and important and stuff um uh, although i guess he was he was skeptical i guess because he was like oh this is he was uh, he was a yeah. tourist there and so I was like oh yeah. This, yeah. isn't this like funny this, it's funny this people yeah. like watching nothing yeah like, Jihor gave him like all those concerns and he was uh, like uh, this is yeah, a crazy sure. old man and I want to go to sleep now mm. bye yeah bye he was like wow everyone's really serious here um <laughs> yeah no I yeah you're right I don't um, I don't think like this is unreasonable for. You know, nobody really, this was so long ago, nobody really thinks that the other is like, it's like a bedtime story or like a folktale kind of thing or like a legend, but, you know, they're so removed from it. I don't, and you we're kind of like saying, oh, he's obsessed with public approval, but, and he is, but it's pretty justified whenever he's has, you know, a tenuous grasp enough uh, as it is on like that kind of social capital. Yeah, I just mm. I just feel like Tyrion doesn't even realize how like I mean it was really stupid to just obsessed with his his own weakness he is. Like there's yeah, a line I mean... later well where he says to Alistair, you might have noted if your ears heard anything but insults. <laughs> like that's you, Tyrion. That's all yeah. you hear. No, for he sure. always does that where he just like Master projecting. Yeah. Yeah. He projects his own insecurities onto everyone he talks to. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, he really does. Speaking of, so Paisal runs off, Varys and Littlefinger go to chat to him. Um, Varys is all like, wow, you're so clever and wise. I'm, I'm in awe of you. Your, your brain, it's huge. It's floating away out of the building. Uh, <laughs> um, and Littlefinger's like, wow, you send away all your guards. And he's like, no, they're my sister's guards. And she can't tell me what to do. And also, I'm going to give them all special... They all have special skills and stuff, and they're yeah, going to free my brother from the camp, team. maybe. <laughs> Except probably not. Yeah. Oh, well, that's like... Yeah. He has, like, a, a secret plan within plan, where he's like, I'm sending yeah, these guards away, and Cersei won't like it, but I'm telling her that yeah. I'm putting the A-team within the guards to save Jamie yeah. secretly, and that's why she'll let me yeah. do it. Uh-huh. And Littlefinger's pissed because he's like, <laughs> you lied to me. Yeah, I can't believe you'd do that. <laughs> that we're bros. Um, and Tyr's like, no, I believe everything that I say, even the lies. And yeah, so that's all about the marriage stuff and the Tyrion's trick. And Littlefinger's <laughs> like, I fucking hate you so much. And I will get my revenge. Um, and Tyrion's like, it's, yeah, he's like, it's probably nothing. Um, and he looks at the dagger and it's like this was revenge so it's just you know revenge stuff mm-hmm. just typical revenge stuff just guys getting revenge you know just guys having revenge yeah, yeah what's better than this <laughs> and Tyrion's like yeah if, if I if I offended you I'm sorry <laughs> yeah. all men know how much we love you my lord 
Um, yeah, Littlefinger goes off in a strop, and then he hangs out with Varys, and they talk about their free Jamie scheme mm-hmm. um, with the bones. Um, and that, that will, like, persuade Cersei to let it happen. Um, and Tyrion's like, oh, I like it when she's uneasy. It makes it easier for me, I guess. And then Cleos goes, um, and Tyrion's, like, grabs his men to go beat up an old dude. He's like, it's time. <laughs> time for more revenge. <laughs> Tyrion took part three, the revenge bit. Um, oh, the cycle of revenge. I know. Um, where you beat an old man. Great ownage where uh, Shagger's like, uh, a stone crow's axe is always sharp. Mine was so sharp, I cut off a man's head and he didn't even know it was off until he brushed his hair. <laughs> then it fell off. It's a good job. And Tyrion's, and Tyrion's like, is that why you never brush yours? And everyone loses it. And I'm like, that's not even that's <laughs> not even a good addition. I think it was Yeah, like Shagger's joke was kind of funny. Yeah, I mean, he really, like, he really oh, you never brush your hair. So. It's like, damn, you're right. I, I think that, that it was a bit different. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. I, to me, improv. it was like when when someone replies to Drill on Twitter with like basically just explaining <laughs> yeah. his own joke back. We also, <laughs> also discussed the moon theory. Oh, it's a, it's a traitor's yeah. moon. Somewhere. Oh, yeah, they I, talk about uh, the moon. Yeah, uh, yeah, new moon is the traitor's moon. So they go to the tower. Wait, where are they? Where are they? Well, they go to um, the tower of the Pycelle. Yeah, they go to Pycelle's room. Um, they break in. He's with a serving girl because he fucking sucks, and she's like, "I hate this." Um, well, she hates that her bedroom door gets busted in by a huge <laughs> scary man. I don't know that she That's hates fucking Pycelle. She probably does. I mean, but I just assume he probably that she gives does, her like, because why would you? Or something. So she's like, whatever. Yeah, she's probably like, this is fairly normal. But then Shag is like, I, I want this woman, and Tyrion's like, no, and she leaves. And then uh, they they grab uh, Pycelle, and they're like, wow, you love to fuck. Interesting. Wow, cringe of you. <laughs> Posting cringe, and he's like, I'm a loyal servant. I would never do anything wrong. And Tyrion's like, I did the trick, and you lost, old man. <laughs> you lost my trick. You lost my like trick. I'm, I'm voting you off yeah. the island. He's like, it was Varys. He's a creep. Um, he's like, I'm not owned. T- yeah, and he's like, oh, I could tell you stuff about the eunuch that would chill your blood. And I'm like, go on, please tell me. But Tyrion's like, no, not my lady prefers my blood hot, which is gross. Which I thought was a secret that he had a lady, so I feel like he shouldn't be mm. saying that. Yeah. Um, it's the royal lady. Oh, hmm. uh, right. <laughs> so every... And they're like, oh, yeah, the eunuch, he's got loads of secrets, and the little finger, you can't trust him. And Tyrion's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> but they're, like, more subtle about it, which is the point. And then he tells Shagger to cut off his manhood, which he interprets as his beard, and then cuts off his beard uh, with an axe, which is not something you normally cut off beards with. So that's pretty distressing for Pycelle, and he pisses himself. <laughs> His urine sprays in all directions. <laughs> like a, like a, just like a like a sprinkler in a garden. It's you... just Pycelle's filled man piss. Do you remember the, like, uh, did any of you watch the Metal Gear Awesome Flash videos that yes, Ego Raptor made? Yes, unfortunately, yes. Ten? I have no idea like 30 years ago or whatever but i mean some of it's like fucked up but i i don't know i still laugh at that stuff sometimes but 
There's just like <laughs> the part where they're interrogating. I haven't even played the video games. I just watched that shit. But like they're interrogating that nerd guy, and mm-hmm. he just starts pissing everywhere. And that happens in the game. <laughs> yeah. Well, he doesn't piss everywhere, but he does piss his pants, and he is the best character. Right. <laughs> but he just like, it's just washing over the entire screen in the video. It's funny. Yeah, that but, is what happens I here laugh at with Pissel. Okay, well, Tyrion's got it on his boots. Um, yeah, Tyrion got piss boots. <laughs> that that man, he's got piss boots. Damn, Tyrion, um, what are those? Very Ooh. sinister line where it says darkness pulled in the empty pit of Timmet's burned eye, and I was like, damn, is this something? Is this like the moon? I don't know. Um, he's yeah. like, he will tell us the truth. I can smell the stink of his fear. Which yeah, is it's his piss, well. dude. <laughs> <laughs> I can, he is pissed everywhere. I know that he is afraid. Um, <laughs> um, and then Pycelle tells us interesting things about how he just loves House Lannister so much. He is horny for House Lannister. Um, and he actually got Aerys to open the gates um, in the sacking of King's Landing, which Tyrion didn't know. I was like, fuck, okay. Yeah, that's uh, a good thing to tell. Good thing to brag about. Yeah, yeah. I, be- I betrayed the king once. This guy wants to fuck my dad. He's like, yeah, I did it because I love Lannisters. I betrayed the king. I, I love your dad. Doesn't this make you like me? Read the room. Yeah. Um, and he's like, yeah, Aerys was mad. I did it. I wanted your dad to be king because we're BFFs. Um, but it didn't work. And and Tyrion's like, wow, you just betray everyone. Uh, this not not really working in your favor, maybe. Um, and then they talk about Robert, and they're trying to figure out what was going on and who poisoned him. And Tyrion's like, did you poison him? And Pycelle's like, no, uh, I was purging. Oh, Lord Aaron, that was it. Yeah, as well. Yeah, he's like, did you kill Robert? And Pycelle's like, well, he was probably gonna die anyway, so I just helped out with that a little. Yeah, and then he was like, what about Lord Aaron? And Pycelle was like, he knew about. What you know that thing? The secret um, fucking yeah. It, yeah, and Tyrion's like, yeah, I know. Don't tell anyone. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, I don't know who poisoned him. I was gonna, I was gonna purge. I was gonna poison him, but someone did no, it I first. Think he, oh. he means that, uh, like, uh, he knew that John Aaron was poisoned by someone, and the maester started purging him, and then yeah, like, started he sent him. the maester away to. Like, he was like, I sent yeah, him away. That, John Aaron wouldn't get purged from the from the poison. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah, he, he yeah he he was involved, but he didn't do it. Um, and he says Hugh the squire did it. You should ask your sister. And Tyrion's like, please put him <laughs> put him in jail, jail for the old man, jail ten thousand years. And he's taken to jail, like moaning the word Lannister, which is very funny. He's like, I love the Lannisters so much. Um, and Tyrion like nicks some of his stuff because he loves it. Yeah, um, he just gets some more cool poisons in his bottles. Yeah, and he just like looks. He listens to the ravens muttering. And he's like, huh, oh, I love the ravens. Peaceful. They don't represent anything bad. No. And he's like, wow, maybe it would have been better just to kill Varys Littlefinger and Pycelle as soon as I got here, like my dad told me to do. But, you know, maybe this, this is yeah, fine. It's this fine. is fine. Damn, maybe I shouldn't have spent months doing a trip. Maybe I should be more like my dad and do things his way. Next chapter, we get things that are done Tywin's way. So maybe. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so yeah. that was a fun chapter full of fun Tyrion hijinks. Um, the end of Tyrion's trick. I do kind of think it's funny that he did bad things to Pycelle. Um, he deserves it. It's pretty funny that he pissed everywhere. Yeah. That's very funny. I, I think it's hilarious. As I'm I've laughing, stated. actually. 
I, I like yeah. how George was like, maybe you wouldn't uh, like that Tyrion is about to do something evil to an old man, so I've made him a sex pest. <laughs> so you have to hate <laughs> yeah. him now. It, it is like the one time... It's like the one time this happens, right? Because every other time it's like, oh, you hate this character? Well, let me make you still feel bad yeah. about it when <laughs> something bad happens to him. And it's like the one time he's like, you get, you get this one. You can hate this old man on me, Wink. Yeah, he's like, this guy, he sucks. <laughs> it's fine. Tyrion probably shouldn't be the one, like, yeah, accusing others of being a sex pest. So. Casting <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, some might say barging into someone's room in the mm. middle of the night, cutting off their beard, um, and then... So funny that they the cut prison. off his beard. <laughs> isn't the normal process of, like, um, you know, law enforcement, but isn't it really? <laughs> <laughs> the The fact that it's his beard he cuts down and that he doesn't, that it's not like, you know... It's not like he tortures him, but he just cuts his beard, which, which, you symbol know, symbol <laughs> of his authority. Like Samson, he becomes weaker. Yeah, exactly. Sure. I think that part is very his funny. His magic beard that gave him powers. Mm-hmm. Now he can't do magic anymore. Yeah, yeah. He can't do doctoring. I do kind of want to talk about Tyrion's <laughs> trick one last time. All right. Uh, yeah, we gotta wrap one it up. last time. Yeah, we gotta. We gotta. Tyrion will never do a trick. We got to talk about it one last time now that he fully revealed uh, the thing. Because, one, like, two things. The first thing is when he talks to, uh, when he talks to Littlefinger. Uh, Littlefinger asks if Marcella wets Tristane, she can scarcely wet Robert Aaron can she? And then he answers, not without causing a great scandal. I regret my little ruse, but when we spoke, I could not know the Dornish man would accept my offer. So, like, what, what would have That's happened if... Yeah, my fucking Doctor Fell lie detector is going off on that. Like, oh, that, yeah, that's a lie. Yeah. Oh, if Doran said no, then we would have just married her to little Lord Aaron. Duh, I wasn't yeah. trick. I wasn't tricking you, Littlefinger. Littlefinger could have had Harrenhal. That would have happened. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot because the he he knew Littlefinger. Like Littlefinger was like, all right, give me three weeks and I'll leave. You gotta give me my three weeks notice. And yeah. Tyrion's like perfect because that's just enough time to. Okay. That's like enough time to hear back, and that part of the deal won't go through. You know, that deal won't be even mm-hmm. get the, get to the dealing stage. I do think it would have been funny if if Doran okay, had said so no. So he didn't like he he definitely he didn't plan to like. It wasn't like he, he was like certain that if the letter gets like he actually wanted to make the pact with Doran, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. So he basically intentionally pissed off uh, Littlefinger. Like he knew that wouldn't work. Um, Okay. So that's great. Yeah. He does hate Littlefinger because of the knife thing. So. Yeah. He's so pissed about that knife. He looks at it all the time and he just gets steaming mad. (laughs) He does. Yeah. Yeah. He does. I mean, I guess it did get him put in in like a sky jail (laughs) for an indefinite amount of time and then nearly thrown out of a door. So, yeah. I'm kind of getting robot voice from everyone. Yeah, you were. Yeah, we lost is it just me second. or you were yeah, cutting out you, for a few seconds uh, from me at least? Yeah, same. Okay, let me try to. Yeah, it's doing that thing where it messes up, so you might have to like force close it. Well, I disconnected him, so he's gonna have to join back in. Oh, 
banned for robot voice crimes. <laughs> I know that feeling well. <laughs> this is great timing for me to eat this lasagna. This is amazing. Mm. I wish I had a lasagna. Sort of worried, sort of worried that I inten- unintentionally uh, affected <laughs> the universe and caused this to happen. <laughs> Dude, the Shrieking Shack posted another news. I'm sick of this. They can't steal our bit. I am upset by this. I'm, I'm gonna get fucking pissed at them. Okay, I should be back. Hey, I went to smoke. So I'm, I'm eating a lasagna and we're talking about how much we hate when other podcasts steal our bits. Did you see this? <laughs> this is literally our joke. Johnny Depp rumor surfaced that the star will not appear in Fantastic Beast 3. Is that true? Alright, I don't remember. Janos was saying something, so if you remember what oh, you yeah, were saying. Oh, yeah, we were talking about Tyrion's trick. So, the other thing I was gonna point out about Tyrion's trick, I don't remember what, how far I got into the first thing, but I think, I think we mostly cleared that up. So, he was basically purposefully leading uh, Littlefinger to a false conclusion, which is fine. It's mm-hmm. not gonna be a problem. But the other thing that I was like question marking, my. A Clash of Kings copy is when he says he was the one I'd hoped to trust. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. the plan was specifically set up so that he was... Pycelle was basically the only one who could get tricked. And right? Tyrion's yeah. like, God, I wish yeah. Pycelle wasn't the one who got tricked. I guess I was wrong whenever I... Because I said, like, he's the one that he most suspects. Yeah. So I, yeah. I was just wrong. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Tyrion just got lucky that his trick worked out. Literally, he just got lucky. Yeah. God, we hate Tyrion's <laughs> trick here, folks. Tyrion's trick, not a good trick. Putting it out there into the universe. Not good Tyrion. Some... Our podcast's official stance is that it's a bad trick. It has some flaws. Very four, t- four chapters for this trick. <laughs> One chance at trick. All right. What about what do we think about? his new trick which is to send away the red mm. cloaks um i mean like the with way the, he's with the, the team inserted the in the way he's saying it makes it sound good but also it reminds me of uh ned sending all his men away i feel like yeah. i feel like Tyrion will regret this trick <laughs> feels like yeah a bit too clever you know it's definitely not gonna work yeah because Tyrion's like oh these guys just answer to my sister but they are the Lannister guards and they do I mean, also had, answer yeah. to Tyrion so I feel like sending yeah sending them away is would be the same as like sending Varys away like he helps Tyrion and the queen basically <laughs> like if Tyrion would just be smarter he could use them to his advantage instead of just yeah. sending them away that's my opinion yeah I don't know it seems like just a lot of work to, like... Yeah. I guess we'll, we're going to get the, like, conclusion to the A-team plot also uh, later. I mean, he yeah. does not want, but, uh, like, extra harm to come to Cersei or her children. So, like, what? Yeah. why would he send the protection away exactly? Is it that, like, she has she has to come he to him for, to... for protection? Or, like, what's... The... Yeah, I think he's just trying to, like, defang her. So that yeah. He says he likes her and easy, but at the same time, it's almost like he's kind of sending away a bunch of armed, useful men yeah. in just so he can make her uneasy. Cla- claims to like her un- uneasy, but also says likes when she does a little dance with him. So ex- <laughs> yeah. explain that to me, Tyrion. <laughs> uh, sad, funny man. Yeah. 
That's pretty much I guess he just wants everything to put like his men in all positions <laughs> of command anyway. So. Yeah, because he thinks that he's in charge of the gold cloaks because of Sir Jacqueline. It is kind of cool because talking about like the Tyrion Cersei's fucked up relationship, it is kind of cool to have this whole Lannister family highly dysfunctional. Everyone, you know, everyone's yeah, having problems. But I think I, I kind of wonder if it would be better if George wasn't so up into Tyrion, like. Yeah. If he if he thought yeah. Tyrion was like just a little bit less cool, if yeah. if the relationship then could be examined maybe better. Yeah, I, I think that's why like feast is good. Yeah, like we're not gonna get the other side of it for a yeah. while. Yeah. Also, funny funny irony that they are laughing at at Stannis and Renly, like in interesting <laughs> fighting, <laughs> and then Tyrion like five minutes later. Let let's send that's away. Like, that's a good hat. <laughs> yeah it is like they re- they really are like god they're so yeah. dumb that their siblings fighting against <laughs> each other that's got to be intentional aren't families supposed to like uh, mm-hmm. pretty together. good work together yeah <laughs> all right do we do we have any uh wrap-up thoughts on this chapter i, I have one more thing yeah because I-, I was go- as i was going through my notes i realized i underlined the sentence a slender man, all in black, <laughs> pushed his way between the red wine. Wow! So... No. Slender man. Oh my god! Imagine a song of Ice and Fire, but Slender Man is also there. I think a song of Slender Man. Pretty good. A, song... a Slender Man of Ice and Fire. <laughs> oh my god, that's scary. <laughs> what if Slender Man had elemental powers? George really what did if, invent um... creepy pasta. What if Slenderman had a sword? What if Melisandre, like, bursts a shadow, but the shadow is just Slenderman? Oh, fuck. God. Oh, shit. I'm getting spooked and scared. He just, like, he just stood up. That's too scary for me. (laughs) Hmm. What if, um, in the first book, rather than coming across a direwolf with loads of direwolf puppies, it was a dead Slenderman (laughs) with a bunch of Slenderman Slenderman Slender boys. (laughs) (laughs) Oh! That's very cute. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at like all the scenes, but they're just little slender. So <laughs> <laughs> when they behead Lady, they're like, "No, she was a good, well-behaved slender man." Yeah, what like, they tell Sansa, like, "Oh, head. tell your dad to get you a puppy," because you know a slender man will always betray you. <laughs> Yeah, John is like this is a this is a Slenderman entirely in white. This is mine. Oh my god, a white suit Slenderman. <laughs> oh. Slender babies. I love the Slender babies. Oh wow. Yeah, they're all like now they're cute, but they're they're gonna go into full grown Slenderman. <laughs> Slender and they're going to be disappearing children all over the yeah. place. So what are you going to do then? Yeah, Rickon's baby Slenderman just like keeps killing people, and they're like, Rickon, you have to control your baby Slenderman better. Slenderman, they belong to in the wild. You got to let them go. Throwing rocks at your Slenderman to make it run into the woods. <laughs> That's not you. That's Slenderman. <laughs> God. Remember when Bran has his Slenderman <laughs> dreams? 
<laughs> Jojen's like talking to the Slender Man. He's like, I know you. I'm here to see the Slender Man. Oh, they're in the gods <laughs> one. Okay. Okay, pretty good. Okay. I'm glad we got time to talk about. I'm glad we got Fanaria. one classic bit in before we yeah. get to the sad chapter. The uh, sad chapter. God, how do I even preface this one? I guess content warnings for really horrifying uh, sexual violence in this chapter. Yeah. Also, other horrifying things, but like just normal violence as well. Violence. Normal violence as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. So, Arya and. Uh, Lomi, Hot Pie, Gendry. No Lomi. No Lomi. I know Lomi is attached still. <laughs> no Lomi. Lomi died. Oh, yeah, I was... Lomi. Nah. Lomi is not there anymore. Yeah, just, just Hot Pie and Gendry, or is anyone else alive? Yeah. yeah. Uh, just, just Hot Pie and Gendry and Damn. all the village people. F. I, I was still in denial about <laughs> Lomi. <laughs> yeah. So, they're all like prisoners of the mountain and his men. And they're. You know, for eight days before they leave, uh, every day, uh, this guy named Tickler is uh, asking questions and torturing, basically, uh, these people. And it's really horrifying um, the way it's described. I don't even want to yeah. want to actually read it out. But... I mean, apparently in Westeros, they haven't heard that confessions under coercion are not yeah. to be trusted. Yeah, because that's yeah, the point. Yeah, basically like, bullshit. They always ask the same questions of these people. It's all about, like, where is Lord Beric? Who helped him? When did he leave? Where did he go? How many men were with him? Where is Beric? How many men? What banners did they have? Was there gold? And where is Lord Beric? Like, actually, the I'm, I'm not exaggerating. It, the, the way it's described, it's also, like, they always repeat the same questions. Um, yeah, and that is how yeah. people do interrogations. Yeah, and... Later, or, or yeah, in the next paragraph, she also says that they get like entirely different confessions out of the people about like what Beric even looks like, how many people he has, in which direction. Like they get all directions basically. So yeah, yeah, this, the thing you just said, like confessions and the torture. It's... Yeah, people are obviously making shit up just to get out of the out of the torture. Yeah, of so, course. Yeah. yeah, they don't know anything. Yeah, and they don't <laughs> like the yeah. They still, all of them die. So, good shit. I mean, so honestly, like, this is just like, I don't want to say this is badly done torture, but this is like, if you're going to kill them all, why would they tell you anything? They know you're going to kill them all, so yeah. why would they cooperate? Like, this is just like being horrible mm. person for being horrible yeah. person's sake. It does feel like they're, mm. they're more about the torture than about actually getting the confessions yeah, out. Yeah, it's just like mm-hmm. terror, mm-hmm. sort of terrorism. Yeah, I guess it's more about like Beric, yeah. terrorizing and mm-hmm. intimidating the, the prisoners. Yes. Like this guy, the tickler, yeah. seems like... Yeah, just also, seems also like just awful. being uh, Also, the other... Yeah. Yeah, the other ones are also like Raph the Sweetling is like one of the others. And there's a few more names. Uh, Poliver, Chiswick... You know, the mountains men who are all horrible, you know, and then they leave the village uh, and there's still like a ton of uh, horrifying stuff happening. Uh, Children and their mothers are getting killed. Again, very horrifying sexual uh, violence that I don't even want to describe. Although I do, I I do want to say at this point, like, (laughs) there's... 
you know, all the rapes felt a little too much for me, like in a in a way that I get George that this is mm. things that happened, but we we already got how horrifying it was. You didn't have to like add that to it. I don't know. Didn't feel it, it felt a little too much to me, to be honest. Yeah. It's a lot, and then also he's telling us that this, like, nine-year-old girl is the mm. one witnessing it, so it's even yeah. worse. Yeah. Yeah. She, well, they're, like, they, like, take people, take the women and girls off. Does she say, does she, like, see it? Because the, the one thing I know she sees is that, like, one of the girls that was, like, suffering very particular, like, very, you know... Yeah. A lot more yeah. was like finally refused or finally, you know, hit back or something. And then, yeah, the, she hit him with a rock, it says. Yeah, Gurkha beheads her in front of everybody. Yeah. And she sees mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I mean, she but, doesn't, I don't think, phys- I don't think she, she doesn't physically witness, witness, witness it, the rage, but no, but she like knows what exactly what's happening. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like, I don't think, I don't think, like, not it not being described in horrific detail makes it like less horrifying. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would get mad at George if Arya, like, physically saw it and then said. It would probably be even worse, yeah. 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 It's already not great. Uh, And then Arya starts doing. You know, it being in these. Because it became a meme in the TV show that Arya does this, like, has her kill list, and it's very epic. And it being in this chapter where it starts out just makes me even more mad at the show because it's, like, actually really traumatic and bad. But yeah, she starts doing the the thing where every night she uh, lists all of those people's names that she hates and wants dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she describes yeah. it as like her only prayers or something. Yeah. Like this is all that's getting yeah. her through this, basically. Yeah, it's like really, I think it's really uh, traumatic and horrifying. So, you know, yeah, it's at this point it's Dunce and Polywa, Chiswick. Oh, yeah, it starts with Sir Gregor, Dunce and Polywa, Chiswick, Raft the Sweetling, the Tickler and the Hound, Sir Emery, Sir Ilin, Sir Marion, King Joffrey, Queen Cersei. And yeah, she says that every night. So, you know, and then they march towards Harrenhal, and yeah, they everyone tells each other that it's gonna be better in Harrenhal, but then Arya mm. remembers that Harrenhal is a cursed place. Like she remembers the. Stories old Nan told about how uh, Heron the Black had mixed human blood in the mortar. Yeah, Aegon's dragons had roasted Heron and all his sons within their great walls of stone. Uh, so yeah, I mean, we talked about Heron Hall earlier. It's famously... Kind of, yeah. Yeah, Famously scary. shitty place to live. Shitty place, yeah. I feel like if if you're trying to get a curse, like, putting blood in the mortar is probably the best way to do that. It's, it's a safe strategy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty cursy. Very bad real estate, yeah. Mm. Probably not great for the structure as well, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but like the stories are like I don't know why it's why it's in Heron Hall, but like in in the one story that I know that is like um it's it's like a Transylvanian folk story, but I'm sure there's versions in all other places, but the one that I remember is like in um this one Transylvanian castle where according to the story the guy who was the who was building it like every day he built it it fell down again uh and then he mixed his wife's like his wife's entire body into the into the thing that was like what's it called the thing that they put between the stones the mortar mortar, yeah yeah. oh yeah we said that word yeah so he, he basically mixed his wife into the mortar and then 
and then it stood but from that place on it's there's always uh there's always storms up there or something like but but like basically these these stories are always like it's cursed because there's blood in the mortar but that's why that's why it even stands in the first place at this dangerous place like that's why it doesn't crumble but Should living in there made is a nightmare made a bear out of his wife so it's like sure. a, that's fine. so it's some yeah duh make a big bell that's definitely so yeah that's like like bringing stuff yeah. isn't it really yeah well i mean these are like metaphorical yeah, they're stories they're things not just confirmed true well i mean it is like heron the black would like the way he built it was basically like what Taiwan's doing now where he enslaved all the river people and forced them to build it. And like they died and they were working under shitty conditions and they were, mm. you know, tortured and coerced yeah. and stuff. So them saying blood is in the mortar, it's like, it is, no? yeah, you know, probably literally true, but it's more, yeah, it's more mm. of a metaphor of like, okay, the only way he was able to build this huge thing was that, the only reason it's standing is because of all the um, forced labor that went into it. But it is cursed because of all, you know, there's like souls in it that are unrested. Uh-oh. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. I don't know. Also, it's just a dumb big castle. Why is it so big? It doesn't need to be. <laughs> I know, it's like a big shitty castle. And everyone yeah. wants it, even though it's <laughs> yeah. fucking garbage. Trying to remember which which castle I'm thinking about exactly because I might have seen it when I was in Transylvania because there's a ton of castles there. It's like a guy named Kermuvesh Kellerman in the Hungarian version of the story. It's <laughs> oh. a cool okay. ass name. Yeah, it's a pretty good name. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's Deva. It's mm. uh, the fortress of Deva in. Um, oh, a cool blood fortress. There's a, it's it looks pretty. It looks pretty epic. Like, fucking garbage. Cause, cause it's like spooky because it's like at the top Ooh. of the mountain. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like so most yeah, castles are supposed to be on top Heron of the mountain. Hall. Oh, this is Heron Hall. Okay. <laughs> well, it does look. Heron Hall has like these shitty towers that Arya says look like ugly, yeah. gross fingers. So it's like a hand. I wonder if this means anything. Oh, interesting. Oh, like a like a hand. They look like big black candles too, uh, that are like half melted. Because mm-hmm. because a dragon breathed on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a it's a wonderful uh, display of how he's unifying the ideas of the black can the glass candles and the uh, black hand and the. Damn it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not the image I wanted to send because Wikipedia sends it weirdly. Because I found like an image of when when the when the whole castle or fortress was still standing. Oh, like, is this it's is this not a shot that is included in the what we do in the shadows like montage of? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's... well, one of them is supposed to be Hungarian. I don't know. Oh, I guess it's Transylvania. Yeah, yeah. Then it's like it's like, they're, it's they're like a Hungarian folktale. Yeah, because. Uh, Back then, Transylvania was like the people were speaking Hungarian there. <laughs> anyway, mm. uh, yeah, basically the last thing that happens in the chapter is they get to Heron Hall, and then Arya gets her haircut. She says her name is Weasel, and she's gonna have to work in the kitchen. 
But then she says, I like horses. And then they say, well, fuck you. You can't work in the kitchen oh. or the horses. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then they send her to the, the steward, I guess. Is he the steward? He's like an yeah, understeer, dude. Yeah. yeah. Fucking PMC fucking asshole. Yeah, <laughs> they say we should give this one to Reese. And Reese is just, a, yeah, just an, another another one of those many awful people mm-hmm. yeah. that appear in this chapter. Hey, so points to K for like I don't know how many episodes ago saying that the crying girl is just Arya's like feelings <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> this is literally George is like, hey, yeah, here you go. I like how she says that Weasley's the first girl yeah. she could think of. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. It's kind of sad. Like you have like a mommy and a sister, but she doesn't yeah. think about them anymore. Yeah, it's. She it's not is, that she doesn't think of them, but she doesn't. She doesn't think of mm-hmm. them first. The first thing, the first woman she can think of is uh, the manifestation of her own depression. And maybe maybe yeah. it's meant more like the well, first girl's name she could think of. But like I know, it, I don't know. It's yeah. naming yeah. the first girl she could think of. Wouldn't be wouldn't be a name that gives her away. I just yeah, I think this is kind of indicative of her being cut off from her family. Yeah, but yeah, it is sort of like she's thinking about. All the suffering she's seen, I guess. Yeah, she just like, she's yeah, she's just not connected to her family as much now, and that's kind of her whole thing. Mm-hmm. There's um, I've like don't remember. Or I don't know if I could like come up with other examples of it, but uh, all the ones that this person named, but somebody like, uh, or even who came up with this idea or noticed it, but there's like something that George does with shoes. The shoes are like identity stuff. Mm. And so, like, Arya loses her shoes uh, before, and then now she's given ill-fitting mm-hmm. pair of yeah. shoes. And then later, yeah, I don't know, there's stuff with shoes. Shoes are, like, because, right. you know, it's, like, walk a mile in my shoes. Oh. But she doesn't we'll, have we'll any shoes. We'll keep an eye on shoes, then. <laughs> I'm, ri- I'm writing it down. All right. Anything else for this chapter? I think we should mention that there's a lot of stuff in here where uh, Arya get, gets angry at how powerless she is and like she hates herself and she mm-hmm. even hates like the, the other like people uh, alongside her that they are so that they are sheep. She hates herself and she hates yeah. them and like, she fantasizes about uh, if, if she had needles she would have tried to, to kill one of the guys. And then she would have died. Yeah, yeah she, she reflects on that, that wouldn't have helped her uh, yeah she, she has to be sheepish and it's the only way she can survive this but it makes her super angry yeah, yeah. and i guess i guess putting these people as sheep is like connecting them to the the dothraki sea sheep people and then mm. then the, and also she's a wolf so it's like yeah she's a wolf in sheep's clothing that's true mm. Also, no one can say that Westeros doesn't have slavery then, after agreeing yeah. <laughs> this chapter. We, I know, think right? we talked about yeah. how, how yeah. uh, the Night's Watch is like close to it, but like, this is just like, slavery, forced slavery in yeah. the worst, absolute worst form. Like there is no slave trade, but there is slavery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is like fairly not maybe not new or like. Not something, it might not be something that's like no lord has ever done this, but 
this is pretty like uniquely Taiwan doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Like if they had a court for war crimes, he would probably everybody else would probably convict them of war crimes here. So many times over though, you know, Taiwan just loves to do war crimes. He's all about them. I mean, he did his first war crime and the king said this is epic, so he said, I think I'll continue doing war crimes. Yes. Yeah. That's not even the first war crime he did. That's true. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like as as we said earlier, I don't know if there's a concept of like good war in or like un- crimeless war in Westeros. Uh, I don't know. Like I think Tywin can Probably just do whatever written. he wants, basically. Yeah, it's not like written down anywhere that you yeah must not force the small folk to do stuff and also torture them. Yeah, it's just like honor code or whatever. Like, who would hold him accountable for it, even? Because he is Hand of the King, and there's no, like... Yeah. There's no, like, higher justice system that would, that would you know, keep one king's war crimes <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, in check. Speaking yeah. of kings uh, and war crimes, I was gonna point out one, like, small little thing when an old man says uh, when the old king was still alive he'd not have stood for this and then Arya mm-hmm. asks uh, King Robert and then he says King Aerys God's grace him yeah <laughs> King Aerys would never let his small folk be murdered especially nah. not in a giant wildfire <laughs> inferno it really goes to show like the sort of feelings of small folk though when they're so disconnected from that sort of like yeah. knowing that much about what's going on with the yeah, this is a low information voter they're like well it sucks now but maybe it was okay when Eris was alive question it's just like my my life was okay when this guy was king so he must have been a good king yeah Mm -hmm. pretty much at least when George Bush was in charge everything was functioning question mark (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah pretty much (laughs) yeah it's like what's the word the phrase like bad things flow downward and praise flows upward or whatever. What's it called? Mm, sure. Trickle down theory. <laughs> um, it's, it's just like whenever you, whenever something good happens, it gets it. Like it's because of the person at the top. And whenever something bad happens, yeah. they blame it on somebody at the lower hierarchy or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway. All right. Do we have anything else for this chapter? Oh, this sucks. Glad it was so short. It is very short. That's nice yeah. of George. I have one myth thing, but I guess we can save it for myth zone. Cool. I mean, unless it's like... I I, I kind of like the idea of starting to throw it more into the... As long as it's not spoiling anything. Like, if it's... Yeah, um, yeah sure. Okay. If it's uh, concepts that have kind of come up in the text already. All right, yeah. There, it's just another one of those George hats of saying others. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, mm. where where Arya says uh, they're not allowed to talk, and she says uh, a broken lip taught Arya to hold her tongue, and then others never learned at all. And the others in this case are like a mom and her little son, who get killed for speaking out, basically. Which I think is an interesting okay. thing to say as the others. Yeah, so, yeah, there's a lot of, um, uh, that I think that fits into the like silenced woman archetype, which yeah. is uh, and like the the children. And yeah, I'll try to. I think I'll get into that idea in the spoiler zone. All right, we'll save it for later then. 
right. Well, I don't know, because we've already had the idea of... I'll I'll give the gist of it. The the gist of it is... So, like, I've already talked about the um, weirwood stigmata, the, like, Mm -hmm. idea of these, like, of different people, usually women, that, like, turn into weirwood trees symbolically. Like, they get the bloody hands and hair and faces and stuff. Mm -hmm. And the weirwoods are, you know, they have mouths, but they can't talk. And whenever you cut somebody's throat which is also like carving the tree's face you're silencing them or you cut their tongue out or something like that these are all like so like the silenced woman Mm -hmm. is like the is a kind of another version of that or the same thing going on there Mm -hmm. yeah Hmm. i just like most of the the others connections we've had have been like like the Night's Watch and like the Dothraki and stuff like that. But I like this one being like a mom and her child is more of the sympathetic side of the others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is definitely like Night's Queen. Mm-hmm. I think that's all for Arya. So we can go Danny now. So Danny yeah. time. So last Danny was when her three cool new friends came to her shitty town. And now she's gone with her three cool new friends to a new cool town where... Right off the bat, I have to admit that they were, in fact, riding camels, and it was not elephants. <laughs> I remember I got so mad at you guys. I was like, no, I think it's elephants. And he just directly oh. says, it's camelry. So thanks, thanks George, for making I me look like I a fool. I also thought elephants first, so... I thought it was pretty obvious it's camels. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Camels, that's what you write. Elephants elephants are difficult and don't He should have said camels in the first chapter if he wanted me to think it was camels. She didn't know the word yet. Yeah, I guess not. I don't know. Never seen one. I mean I think that that's what it is. I think she just didn't know what these creatures were, but neither did I, so whatever. Yeah, so they are going to Karth, which is as Piet Priest says, the greatest city that has ever was or ever will be. And Danny says, oh, I'm, I mean, I'll, I'll be the judge of that. But she does think that it's pretty epic that... <laughs> Danny has seen, like, two cities before. Yeah. So. Mm. <laughs> more than that. She's been through, like, pretty much yeah. all the free cities, I think. Yeah, they were, like, running away At from mysterious and Pentos, I think, assassins. Right? Yeah. So they come to this cool city that has three cool walls. And one of them, the, the out wall is red and it has animal carvings. And she likes mm. that. Oh, that's nice. The, yeah, that's nice. And the middle wall is gray, and it has carvings of war and battle and mm. murders. Oh. And she thinks that's oh, oh no. that's kind of okay. But the the inner wall is black, and it has <laughs> horny drawings. <Ooh>. Yikes! <laughs> and Danny says, "Oh, this is in public." I'm blushing, but isn't that silly that mm. I'm more offended by sex wow. than violence? Isn't this say something about society? <laughs> <laughs> uh what are the gates like oh shit the gates um oh yeah the outer gate is copper the middle is iron and the innermost is gold with eyes with eyeballs spooky golden yeah. eyes wait was this a thing that we heard in another chapter referring to something I there was a gate passed. with eyes at the king king's landing right because Varys was yeah, like, the oh, did the you gods. see the, the gate with the eyes? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I assume that all these colors and metals have some symbolism. Yeah. 
So I, I underlined them, but we can talk about yeah. that later. <laughs> yeah, me too. I feel like we talked about copper and iron at one point, but I'm not sure. Maybe it was steel. Well, well, oh, it was, um, it was when um, Jojen and Mira yeah. did that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. That was it. Mm. All right, so mm-hmm. D- Danny gets into the city, and she sees that it's all uh, very oh. richly decorated, and the people are all very fancy. She says that she would have thought that they were all lords and ladies because of how they look. And the Dothraki say, uh, look at these white boys. <laughs> we wanted to kill their city. They call them milkmen, <laughs> which is funny. Yeah. I don't know why there are white people living in the desert, but whatever. There must be some sort of something going on there. And then the the merchant prince who came to meet Danny. How do we say his name? Zaro? Zaro Zondaxos. Zaro. Yeah. Zaro, Zaro Zondaxos. Sure. He says that Danny and all her guys can stay at his house. And she's like, I mean, I have a lot of guys. And he's <laughs> like, well, I have a lot of house. And also, she true. doesn't have a lot of guys, really. That, uh... It's like 100, yeah. She has like 100 guys, I think. Mm. Yeah. That's like a fair amount of guys. If, if like... I had 100 guys and someone said, well, they can stay at my place, I'd be like, are you sure they'll fit? But isn't it like as about <laughs> as many people as like Robert took mm. to Winterfell in, in a Game of Thrones? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he took a lot of people with him. Yeah, but this is just a man's like private palace and... He gives her a wing that easily fits a hundred guys, so he's really flexing how rich he is. And then, so yeah, Zaro and Payatpri are kind of like arguing about who gets to be Danny's best friend. And Payatpri is like, "Well, I have secret powers to tell you about. You should come to my cool house and have a sippy." And she says, mm, "I don't like magic because of Miri Mazdur, so actually, I'm going to hang out with Zaro." And he says, ah, fantastic choice, beautiful, smart lady, because I'm rich and you want to be my friend. And (laughs) Jorah says, "Uh, you should hate both of these guys, actually, because they're trying to trick you and they suck and they want your power and your little guys. And Danny says, "Uh, I think I can figure shit out on my own, actually. Goodbye. (laughs) She's not that rude to him. She like, oh, it's just tee hee hee. You don't understand. (laughs) You're just suspicious of everyone. And he's like, Karumph. Yes, correct. So yeah, they go to Zaro's cool house. And he's like, oh, I'll give you a nice feast. And all the merchants will come and meet you. And everything will be good. And then Danny's third friend, Quaith, says, you shouldn't trust any of these guys. They're all trying to trick you and get your cool dragons. And Jorah says, yeah, she's right, but I hate her too. (laughs) And Danny says, I hate magic, so I don't trust Quaith either. Mm-hmm. Danny's like, I've never done magic. Yeah. What magic? Nothing to do with me. Don't look hate at it. my dragons. All bad. They're not magic. <laughs> so mm-hmm. now that Danny is set up in Karth, she goes through with some planning. She talks to her blood riders and says, hey, I want a watch kept on our zone and our dragons so no one can do any theft. And I want... Uh, you guys to go out into the city and check out all the secrets because they're just trying to show us the nice Karth and I want to know the truth of it. And then she says, hey, Jorah, go to the boats and see if there's any news from the Seven Kingdoms. And Jorah says, actually, I, I don't want to do that. He, like, specifically the first two orders she gives, they're like, hell yeah, we're doing it for you, Khaleesi. And Jorah says, no, I don't want to do that for you, Khaleesi. I want to hang out with you. And she just says, you have to go. <laughs> You fucking dumbass. You have to listen to me. I'm the queen. 
And she, yeah, <laughs> she, like, she kind of gives him her reasoning, and he's like, oh, fine. But he, he doesn't listen very good. For the whole chapter, Danny's like, oh, he thinks that I'm his daughter and also sexual, but he never thinks I'm his queen. Fuck Jorah. <laughs> Fuck Jorah. Fuck Jorah. I'm saying it early. I love how often Danny's like, damn, I just, I'm not attracted <laughs> yeah, to him in any God. way. If only, if only like, I could think so that he was sexy. It's so sad because Danny is like in... I wish I could. I wish I could be better to him, but yeah. I can't. I, he's God, just I just simply... can't get horny for Jorah. So sad. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. come it's like, on. No, it's fine. Understand You're your good. worth here, Danny. <laughs> maybe, maybe meet a nice blue-bearded hot guy. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. So Danny has a little bath in a funny pool that has fish in it that bite her but she likes it and then she thinks about how oh can this be the best city because Viserys said that the seven kingdoms were the best even though I've never seen it or know about it but if I ever go home oh the evil usurper will kill me kill my ass stupid Robert who has all this power there's no way I could ever beat him and then uh knock knock Jorah's here with a friend and some news and the news is that Robert is dead (laughs) (laughs) if only danny would just have a reflecting thought about the other people that she needs to be killed she would get a a new message every time (laughs) she just manifested it she really yeah she just spoke it into the world yeah yeah i like how she was also like and there's also like net stacks also (laughs) there god damn it (laughs) (laughs) surface dogs I like that she she thinks that the Lannisters are Robert's dogs, which yeah. is like the least true thing possible. <laughs> Ned Stark and the Lannisters mm-hmm. the are Lannisters, like good the friends to each all, other. All still good friends, yeah. but to deny her the throne. It's very funny that she just doesn't know what's happening. Where this this guy, this uh, merchant guy that Jorah brings to talk to her, is like, yeah, I haven't been in the Seven Kingdoms for six months, so this is my six month old news that Robert has died and you didn't know. <laughs> Yeah. He's a cool guy. Mm-hmm. I like him. Yeah, he's fine. He's just regular. Just a regular guy. Well, yeah. he's gonna come back. Yeah, he says he'll come back. Danny's <laughs> like, hey, uh, by the time you're... I mean, you're... like, in the story. <laughs> but I like this back. word. Yeah. Danny's like, hey, by the time that you get to King's Landing again, I'll be the queen. And you can come knock on the door and I'll give you a cool prize. And he says, hell yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> And then, yeah, Danny's like, ah, you've brought me the great gift of knowing that Robert died. I wish I could repay you. And he says, oh, but I got to see the dragons. That was pretty epic. <laughs> and you know what? He's right. They're little baby dragons. And if you saw them, you would think that it was cool, too. I like Danny's one thought where she is, uh, he sent me poisoned wine, yet I live and he is gone. Because it sounds so much like a song lyric. Like, it could be like that. <laughs> Probably Tay Swift song yeah. or, or, or Lala Ray or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. But if Danny had a band <laughs> instead of uh, being a queen. Well, what if Danny had a band instead of being a queen? I just realized this is like a hundred billion fan fictions that have that exact premise. Danny, Danny and the Blood Riders. <laughs> Danny and the Blood Riders, uh, that's very good. Amazing. Pretty good. Yeah. And Jorah is the shitty manager. God, we fucking hate Jorah. <laughs> yeah, Carl Durga was the front man and then he just like <laughs> died of like an yeah. infection. I think Jorah would be like, 
you know how the prodigy had like that one guy who was just there to do shitty dances <laughs> <laughs> that guy would like draw a lot better if he did shitty sure dances the hype man. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Alright, so Danny's like, hey, this is pretty pog that Robert died and everyone is fighting about it. And this is just like when uh, Khal Drogo died and everyone fought about it and it would make it a lot easier yeah. for us to go and conquer Westeros. And Jorah's like, mm, the High Lords are always fighting. This doesn't make it easier. And Danny's like, listen, shut the fuck up. I'm the queen. You have to stop being a bitch to me. Yeah, Jorah is like, Joffrey's on the throne, throne now, so it's just as bad. Yeah, you'll never beat Joffrey. He just got a new crossbow, I heard. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we didn't talk about that in the Tyrion chapter, but that was how I mean, Tyrion got Joffrey to go away. He gave him a cool new crossbow. They said that the crossbow that can shoot three calls at once. Yeah, so three shots And you have three off. Oh, fuck. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hard countered. <laughs> yeah, he can. God, he can just kill all three dragons at once. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, did any of you listen besides Janusz to the like little blurb I sent in to go on the last episode? I haven't heard it yet. No. I just because it's funny. The like lightning stuff I was talking about with the others, the crossbow bolts are in there because okay. they're bolts like lightning. That's true. Just like lightning. Yeah, so anyway, that one's just funny. Sometimes it's... Usually it's nothing, but... Sometimes George just gives us a little (laughs) joke, but you have to know five layers of myths to understand Mm. it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if you're gonna talk about this, Kay, but I also love the part where Mo says that uh, Ned was seized for treason, and then Jorah's like, oh, that could... That's... That's... No yeah. way Ned would be a traitor. He's too yeah. cringe for that. <laughs> yeah, I guess I Ned isn't a cool traitor. Ned is a fail on He's a guy. so disgusted by Ned being honorable. Uh, it's because he yeah. sent him away for the for the mild crime of he slavery. Long, he said, Ned Stark a traitor? Not bloody likely. The long summer will come again before that one would besmirch his precious honor. His precious <laughs> honor. Damn. Yeah, I guess I didn't say the traitor guy's name is Kuhurumo. Yeah. Kuhurumo. Yeah. He's, he's Mo from uh, from the Three no. Stooges, I think. No, oh. no, that guy already died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and George misses him, so he brought him back. <laughs> A new Mo uh, for us. This is how Mo can still win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so just wrapping up the chapter, Danny is like, hey, listen, Jora, you've been going against me for the whole chapter, but you have to know that I've been through a lot and it's made me smart and I am a dragon, so you should listen because I'm the queen, actually. And he's like, well, mm-hmm. your, your, your stupid brother was a dragon and he fucking sucked. And then he's, she's like, I'm, I'm not him, though. And he's like, oh, I guess you're like Rhaegar instead. You're right. <laughs> but, but Rhaegar got killed still, but... And Danny's like, well, so did the guy who killed him. The end. Oh, that's that's so epic. Everyone can be killed. <laughs> this is the... God, but he st- she still have to has to kiss him for yeah, this. Yeah, she like, gives him a kissy. Where he, she's just like, maybe if I give him one little kissy, he'll shut the fuck up for a little bit. Yeah. It's a good strat, but also it sucks. It sucks. I mean, it's just like the 
courtly yeah. protocol stuff. Yeah, if you're gonna tell a man yeah. to shut the fuck up first, you have to give him a kissy. <laughs> These are the rules. Because <laughs> <laughs> it would be a good burn otherwise, but I yeah. think I think this weakens the impact a little bit. Otherwise, it would be like one of those again one of those classic TV show endings that George loves so much. Like ending on yeah. a witty one-liner. Yeah, he he loves to do that. Do we have any notes we want for this chapter? It's really short. It's pretty short and really not much else. Um, cool to see a new city, I guess. Yeah, a brand new city with a lot of like jade and obsidian, and I wonder if this means anything. <laughs> nah. The thing I actually like about the three walls is that like the outer wall is 30 feet high and then the middle wall is like 40 feet high and then the inner wall is 50 feet. So it's like... Yeah, if you squint from the outside, you can maybe see a titty. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) I I imagine that this just like tactical porn and it's just made so that when, when the army comes and the... The guys should tear down the wall. They stop and say, "Ah, oh, like we can't, we can't break through the wall." Like, but they all just you know. they all just stop and like turn their heads yeah. to the side, and while they're doing that, they like shoot them from the top of the wall. Oh, my my boner is affecting my ability to fight. No, all the blood that I needed for my muscles. <laughs> <laughs> this is breaking down. This is hand carved my heart. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, it's fuck or die, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't feel. I don't like have anything to say about this chapter except for like structural author stuff. Where like we've already talked about how the Westeros story like blew up into a giant thing and he thought that Danny would be like on her way to Westeros but then the time wasn't right so he had to like come up with something for her to do and Karth happened because so of that. He came up and with horny walls. Yeah <laughs> and it's like kind of obvious that like he was just trying to find something for her to do and we do get some fun stuff in Karth but there. Yeah we we get some cool Cool vision stuff. Yeah, I wonder if Jenny will go to the House of the Undying. Oh, that's his name dropped in this chapter, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of, like, warlock beef going Mm. on here. Oh, yeah, there's there's something... (laughs) This is gonna be my new tree egg. Danny goes to Zara's okay. place and he has many nice things such as gardens, marble bathing pool, scrying tower, and a warlock's maze. Yeah. <laughs> what is a warlock's <laughs> maze? That's <laughs> <laughs> where you go in a maze and you're chased <laughs> by warlocks around. Oh, <laughs> 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 fuck! Warlock's mazes are where, where hedge wizards live. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. <laughs> Two warlocks enter a maze and then yeah. a hedge wizard comes out. <laughs> it chases you. The hedge wizard chases you through the, the warlock's maze. Um, is it like a labyrinth? Is it like a corn maze? Or yeah. what about warlock? What makes it uh, so warlock? Like, so like the 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 walls are made of warlocks. They're oh, all fuck. standing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> They're just t posing to make a maze. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no hedges, there's just what? warlocks. Being a warlock is the shittiest <laughs> job in the world, then. <laughs> They need like five hundred no of seriously. them to make a to make a, a functional, functional maze. maze. Yeah, 
They all have to stand like shoulder to shoulder to each other. Yeah. Five hundred <laughs> warlocks standing perfectly still. Or, or maybe maybe warlocks are extremely bad at mazes, and it's uh, it's like a trap for them to have mazes. <laughs> oh. oh, it's to stop oh, the warlocks gosh. from getting in your house. That makes sense because he hates warlocks. <laughs> mm-hmm. This yeah. is his warlock yeah. defense system. It's- Every, every morning you check your, your Warlock's maze if you trip another one. <laughs> this is another time when we're making jokes and doing symbolism at the same time because the, there's all the labyrinth stuff applied to the weirwoods that's like, uh, you know, they're like, a, and they are a trap because a weir is a fish trap and the Warlocks are getting stuck in there mm-hmm. like a greenseer. Right, but what is a warlock's maze? Well, like a, confu- a confused little warlock running around the <laughs> maze. I'm just a little baby warlock. <laughs> what if instead of uh, direwolves, it was warlocks? <laughs> what if Slenderman were running around in the maze? <laughs> what if it was a Slenderman maze? Oh, a Slender maze. <sighs> That, no, but that that would be like this would be like a solid concept for a horror game where you have to like walk through a maze in like VR probably like, put on your VR headset and you have to walk through a maze and the Slender Man might pop up from every corner. Or warlocks. I think that would be good with warlocks. I think yeah, the warlocks with their little blue lipsticks. Yeah, it's either either a warlock or a Slender Man. That's just like warlocks jump out and they've got blue lips and they're like, please, I will tell you your heart's <laughs> desires, and you're like, fuck, I don't want that. <laughs> Let that shit lie. <laughs> I don't want to know what's in there. <laughs> okay, but if you were being 100% serious, what do you think a warlock's maze is? I really need to know. I have no idea. Um, I think it's just probably like a garden maze that comes from like a tradition. Because like, there's stuff like the maze makers, like this old civilization that's gone now, but they like made mazes and stuff, so... Okay. I don't know. I think it's just like a fun garden thing that yeah, is I called just, a warlock. Why is it called a warlock? Maybe just because it's very tricks tricky. Yeah. It's tricky, just like a warlock. What were you saying? <laughs> I said... Oh, sorry, did you not hear my funny voice? I said, it's a warlock space because it's tricky, just like a warlock. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think it's just like a maze, and mazes have uh, cultural associations to magical men, because... Yeah, Tyrion should have a maze as well. Yeah, let's throw Tyrion in the maze, he'll never get out. (laughs) Tyrion maze. Mm-hmm. All right, do we have anything for Danny chapter? No, I googled Um, googled Warlock maze, and... I saw someone else's podcast, which I got a little mad about. That's... that's fucked up. You guys can't talk about Warlock Maze. This is ours now. <laughs> yeah, if the fucking... If the Shriekcast is stealing this bit from us... If, like, mm-hmm. next episode of the Shriekcast is just all gonna be Slenderman bits... <laughs> I'm gonna be so mad. They can't keep getting away with it. They can't. Someone's gotta stop him. Whatever. Yeah. We understand the Warlock Maze way more than they do. So they're fucking pissed. If anyone has any questions about the Warlock Maze, direct them directly to us. We're the ones who know about the yeah. Warlock uh-huh. Maze. Yeah, I know it sounds like we don't know about yeah. it, but we do know about it. I think this might be safe because it's buried towards the end of the episode, so... 
Yeah. No one can steal our good warlock maze jokes or the funny voice that I made about the warlock maze. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Did we did we mention that the women in Kite are uh, one titty out? Mm. One titty city. Yeah, that's yeah. the the hot fashion of the summer <laughs> is you have to have one boob out. But which one? And also, if you're a man, you wear a silk shirt. And Danny's like, damn, my boobs are not out at all. I feel so unfashionable right now. <laughs> but she has her cool lion on, so I feel like she should be happy about that. She has three dragons with her. You don't need to worry about fashion, Dan. Ever since, okay, y'all ever heard of Kimba the White Lion? Yeah. We yeah. No. You don't know Kimba? It's, uh, I, I feel like I've heard the name, but I've, I have no it's idea. It's just some bullshit. It was like a cartoon that Disney... Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Is it like the other way? It's it's no. it's like seven cartoons that, and it was like also a manga. It was made by this Japanese guy yeah, who was yeah. like super racist. Okay, <laughs> no, I have no idea what this oh, is. Oh, cool! But there was like this huge controversy where people would were trying to. I don't know. Some of it was disingenuous, maybe. Some of it was just people being not looking into it and spreading misinformation but they're trying to like there's this thing that was like oh disney stole the idea for simba from kimba which was made earlier but anyway that's wrong but point is is that kimba the white lion is this like small white lion he's usually for most of the shows he's like kid lion but he has he keeps his dad's uh pelt and he talks to it and he wears it a lot and he will like drag it around with him and he he it's fucking weird it's, kind of it's really weird <laughs> and he ta- like it's it's like one of the most important things for Kimba because it shows up in every fucking iteration of it and i know all this because i watched YMS's 2 hour like dissertation on this shit but anyway it's just fucking i can't stop thinking about that whenever danny wears his lion belt about kimba and him keeping his dad's corpse around and putting it on and like sleeping in it and talking to it like it's alive still and it's weird (laughs) yeah i just had to get that off my chest that's okay this is a safe place for you yeah i i really felt that that was something this is kind of a podcast, but it's also kind of therapy, so it's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's good. Also, there's a there's an interaction in this chapter between Quaid and Jorah. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, Jorah does hear her. Yeah, <laughs> and there. he agrees with her. Yeah, so I guess she's not an illusion after all. Mm. Yeah, Quaith says, uh, beware of everyone. Yeah. And then Jorah says, she's, yeah, he lets you her out. Yeah. <laughs> Jorah says, I don't like her, but you do need to watch out. Yeah, she she made some points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jorah says, I don't like women, but you made some <laughs> points. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are we done with this this chapter? Can we... Go spoilers yeah. on if we have any spoilers. It's the spoiler time. Reluctantly, the exile nodded. Okay. <laughs> oh, you're the exile now? Okay. I guess. Just because you don't I like don't the know, news. I just saw that line and I was like, oh, very apropos. All right. Okay. Spoiler zone. Spoiler zone. Now we're here. 
Okay, now we're here. Spoiler zone. <laughs> spoiler zone. It's the spoiler zone. Welcome to the spoiler zone. Okay, now we're here. Okay. <laughs> so I don't remember when this merchant guy comes back. What does he do? Oh, he uh, Sam goes on his boat. Oh, oh. he's Sam's special friend. Does that mean anything? I missed what you said, Larry. Does it mean anything that he knows Sam and Danny? Uh, no. <laughs> well, Sam is a moon, and Danny Sam has is a moon egg. boy. Maybe he's if he's gonna make like hook them up, then he's the bridge between the two moons. Ooh. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't think. It's, Damn! What if Sam a... and Danny got married instead of John and Danny? That would be pretty good, I think. Sam and Danny. You know, I'd have to think about that. But <laughs> why the fuck it. not? Sure. Yeah. Why the I fuck think they're two nice people who had hard childhoods and would yeah. be good friends. Sam's nice a boy. Sam's nice a boy. Two wives of Gilly and Danny. (laughs) (laughs) The dragon has three heads. Yeah, I think this is good. Gilly's used to it. Danny's fine with it. They're both probably okay with it. Yeah. So Sam and Gilly both have a dragon each, and they're all three riding. Oh, this would be good. All right, George, you can have that one for free because I like it. Yeah, we came up with the ending for you. <laughs> now you don't have to work so hard anymore. Now he, now he has to rewrite it again because we guessed it. No! Oh, shit! <laughs> God damn it. Sorry, George, but I think it'll be worth it. Do you think George only didn't release the book on August the 1st because he uh, he heard that we guessed it accurately? <laughs> mm. He yeah, wanted to submit our expectations. I think he's just having... It's a hard thing to write. Damn, it's hard to write. Okay. It's true. Okay, if we're going to be reasonable about it, yeah, maybe. (laughs) He's also upset about the Jets draft pick, so... Yeah. I mean, he's he's right to be mad. I read that blog post and I have no idea what he was talking about. (laughs) Oh, you know, just typical sports things. I feel like if I didn't like my sports team because they consistently made bad draft picks and gave away their good players i would simply stop uh you know supporting them that's not how fandom works no that's not how it works no you have one you're assigned one at birth and Mm. then that's the one you have to have until you die because if you ever switch supporting teams everyone will get your ass and call you like a fair weather fan and like a fake fan you have to just stick to the one you have why (laughs) That's just how what's it is. The po- what's the rude. point of being into sports when, like, most of the people who are like actively hated? I mean, That's what's the, the point? One of the true mysteries yeah. of life. Yeah, <laughs> this is like those, like the people who are constantly adding their favorite uh, authors that they hate them because they didn't <laughs> release their newest book. <laughs> Like, like how dare Patrick you like Rutherford watch sports? Yeah. Or like how dare <laughs> you have a meal? What I was thinking of, about instead of writing. All right, I yeah. need some like huge brain smart hero to explain these walls to me. There's uh, three of them, so it's important. Out. Three. I don't know. Three walls. Red, gray, black. Yes. Animal war horniness. 
Hmm. Copper. Copper, red. Iron, gray. This is checking out so far. Uh, yes. Gold, yellow. <laughs> gold, black. Hmm. Doesn't this matter. is this is Danny's this That's is Danny's true. three husbands that she's gonna marry. Okay, so red is called Drogo. Uh, Drogo. Okay, because he said he had copper skin and it's copper. That's so. true, and he is like Caldrogo. a horseman, like an animal. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, gray and then is gray. So I guess that would gray be, would second be his second wouldn't yeah. it have to be his turn? Yeah, yeah his his, he's the second husband. And then yeah, the third is gold because it's king. Gold and black. Like a crown. And also the one she marries for fucking. For love. Yeah, for mm. love. Is it one? Yeah. What are the mounts that she has to... <laughs> <laughs> Three mounts you'll ride. One for... One for... Hmm. It's like one for... If it's black and gold, maybe she will marry a Baratheon. Or a Greyjoy, though. Or a Greyjoy. One to bed, one to dread, and one to love. And three treasons okay. you will know, one for blood, one for gold, one for love. So, one to bed is like, yeah, animalistic, baser, I don't know, something. One to dread. I mean, we can all agree that that was probably Drogo, I think. I guess. Hmm. She does claim to love him. His daughter is none of these, though. Yeah, he's like fake husband. He doesn't count. He's fucking, yeah, like, he's none of these. I mean, she doesn't love him, so of course he isn't. Yeah, went to dread is probably, like, you're on. You're on? Yeah, I've heard that before. Went to love, I guess would be John or Sam now. Sam. It's Sam, dude. I think it's Sam. (laughs) Yeah, John. I'm over John Danny. It's Sam Danny now. Yeah, she's Suzanne. Sam Danny. Sam Danny. And it's gold because Sam becomes king. Yeah. Oh, who has a greater story than Sam? Mm -hmm. And he's he's a brother, so... Sam is the moon, and sometimes when it's full moon and it's, like, shining really brightly, it's, like, almost yellowish. Yeah. So I think that counts as gold. Oh, wait, is it anything that when the moon is black, it's traitor, and Sam is moon and black? Sam is traitor? Well, he... Does have he does break his vows yeah. maybe? Yeah, but he's on a boat. It's international <laughs> waters. <laughs> I mean, whenever the moon is black, that's like you know, it's a new moon, so it's like the moon is out of the sky. So that's a traitor's moon because it's like he ran you know, away. I was, was a traitor. By killing the moon and taking it out of the sky. God, I can't believe I you did that to the moon. So fucked up. What a fucking asshole. And on that night, there is some, like, I, f- I got vibes from that Pycelle scene. I know we're, like, jumping around, because I don't know yeah, what the fine. fuck the gates are. You can just jump around. <laughs> but the, the Pycelle scene got vibes of, like, from the Crescent scene. That, mm. like, reminded oh, me a yeah. lot of that. Like a, a shitty little maester getting his ass destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so funny. <laughs> I merely speak the truth but yeah he's like being horny and Crescent was being horny too which was a crime yeah cause he had horns on and also he wanted to fuck uh, Mel but he yeah, wouldn't admit it yeah. yeah and he gets his beard snatched yeah Mm-hmm. Damn, what if Crescent Crescent pissed himself at the feast? That would be embarrassing. 
It would. <laughs> it would be very funny. Stannis would say, uh, this is cringe. <laughs> Stannis would definitely delicately wipe his boot of piss and not say anything. <laughs> <laughs> he would, like, look away, but in a way that was so aggressive that you can tell he noticed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he cracks his own neck, like, turning away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, I don't know. And then he gets put down in the black cells. And then Cersei is the one that pulls him out, kind of, at least metaphorically. Hmm. So I don't know. Oh, I had one line in this chapter that I forgot to bring up that is not exactly a spoiler, but there was a part where uh, Tyrion is on the Iron Throne and he's like, oh, it's so cool that I'm tall and have power. Too bad Shay couldn't be here to see it. And the, yeah. line, is, the line is, she'd asked to come, but it was impossible. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Tyrion says to all the ladies. <laughs> Wow, a cell phone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, it's impossible for me to do that for it's you. It's impossible. <laughs> it's impossible. Women can't orgasm. It's just science. <laughs> no, that's impossible. Oh. Yeah, it's oh a, it's, a, it's like a it's like a cum joke. I just got it. Okay. <laughs> do you get it, Emmanuel? It's I like a cum joke. Yeah, to play with someone, and it's. Yeah, he it's can't make cool a woman him, orgasm. Emmanuel is the joke. <laughs> okay. Yeah, all right, I got it. Do you like it? Do you like the joke? It was pretty good. <laughs> I was like, but, well, he, she can't come because of the society and time is so I mean, that is why she can't right. come. It's because of society. <laughs> yeah. She can't Tyrant. come because time said no. <laughs> Fucked up. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. <laughs> do you think George did that one on purpose, or am I just having fun with it? George likes to do secret sex jokes. No it's, impossible. it's impossible to say. Yeah, you know what? I I I don't know. After after you said a shy made is on purpose, I <laughs> I'm gonna second guess everything. Don't trust anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I really have nothing for these chapters. Yeah, I yeah guess. they're not they're not very oh. mythy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was one other thing that I underlined, but I don't think it's anything. It's uh, in in Danny where it's like they're talking about Robert. It might be something, honestly. And they're like he was torn by a monstrous boar while hunting in his Kingswood. Others say his queen betrayed him. Oh. <gasps> The other's queen. The other's queen. The night queen is real, baby. <laughs> night queen real. Night queen real. I think that's definitely something. Whenever it's others, it's definitely something. Yeah. And he does do it it's on It's not purpose. just the regular word in the English language that is used to it. It's even capitalized Listen, it's here. And haters will say it's only capitalized because it's at the start of the sentence, but I think it means something. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, my mom was just the Timmet's eye thing, where it's like... Yeah, it's spooky. It's like mm-hmm. a dark moon pit or something, and it's like, huh, that's something. Yeah, the eyes are definitely something. Yeah. Having one eye is pretty significant in this series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's just like, yeah, he, he's missing one eye, and it's like a dark hole, because that's the same new moon idea. Yeah. The, like... 
it's not in the sky anymore. It's not in his face anymore. And he did it on purpose. Uh, mm. Fucked up. Yeah. Because that, that's like the version, that's like this world's version of Odin, where like Azora Hyde stole the power of the gods by like pulling the moon out of the sky, which is like putting out an eye. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm. All right. Which is like Odin throwing his eye into the well. Mm-hmm. All right. One last thing. Uh, okay. Unless you have anything else. <laughs> I was um uh I was gonna talk about the silence woman a little bit. Oh, the, yeah, like sure. uh, I should have written down what I was thinking because I had Alright. Yeah, I already talked about the like throat cutting and like how uh voice is, is like power and it's also like swords. So like whenever Azora is like killing Nissa and silencing her. He's like taking her voice, such as like a sword. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm probably gonna cut this out. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's, it's. I basically like got the general just yeah, across. It's fine. like stealing women's agency to turn them into a weirwood tree that you can use for power and immortality. Mm-hmm. All right. So here's what I have. I think there's a typo in this book because it says. Pirate pre once. <laughs> what if he was a pirate? <laughs> Maybe it's on purpose. Maybe it's a hint. Uh-huh. Oh, pirate to make you think of your own. I am pirate pre. Pirate pre. Oh my god! It's all making sense now. The pirate. <laughs> Oh, it's foreshadowing Victorian's gonna piss his pants. (laughs) (laughs) What if Cersei got (laughs) P-Rat? Cersei was pirate P. (laughs) Okay, I got all my bad jokes out. Are we all done? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we can do lemon cakes now. Would anyone like to start? I'll start. Okay. My lemon cake is being in Leeds um, with my friend and hanging out and gardening and doing nice things. And it is good to be in a different place where I feel less mad. And that's my lemon cake. <laughs> nice to not have your parents barging in on your room to tell yeah. you about how season eight is good. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's. I really appreciate that they're not doing that to me right now and that I, I can eat whenever I feel like it and feel like I have space to do whatever. Nice. nice. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so that's my lemon cake. I'm thinking. I kind of... Oh, I set up my AC unit. Ooh. In my window. Are you nice Ooh. and cool? Are you refreshed? It's been it's been nice to not be in the like hundred degree fucking room or whatever. It's been yeah yeah it's yeah. pretty good. Okay, mine will be uh, a sneaky cross promotion. I did fear baiting with my good friend Sarah this week, and it was very fun. I haven't listened yet, but I am excited about it. We watched we watched Mars Attacks, and it was. Not a good movie, but it was like bad <laughs> enough that it's fun to watch and talk about with your friend. Oh, yeah. So I, I Mars Attacks lives in my brain all yeah. the time, and I hate it. I dude, I saw that movie when I was like, I don't know how young I was. I must have been <laughs> younger than ten, 
Yeah, me too. Yeah, many are saying this story that they saw this movie when they were a child and was traumatized by it. (laughs) I was too. Yeah, Yeah, me too. Yeah, many are saying this. I'd have like intrusive thoughts about them, (laughs) like these alien brain head fucking skull creatures that would just like burst into the room and and just be there and that was enough to scare the fucking shit out of me <laughs> they put the woman's head on a dog and i'm like yeah no. it's very disturbing All right. i think i even yeah. walked out like i left i was like watching i didn't see that because i like yeah. left yeah and i wish I was that was like, me right, i'm done <laughs> all right because even then i knew when to give up on bullshit <laughs> and uh <laughs> Yeah, but just the way they talked and the way they looked was enough yeah, to give yeah. me nightmares. It's not meant yes, to be a, a children's movie, right? <laughs> no, no it's, I don't think so. I wouldn't exactly call it a horror is. film, but it's scary. It's yeah, it's just unsettling. <laughs> I don't like it. All right, so that's it's supposed to be like a comedy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's mine. Go listen to my episode of Fear Baiting, and you can relive the horror if you want. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say uh, for mine. I was dancing, like dance practices started again, and we are finally allowed to actually dance with a partner. Oh. So that's nice. That's been good. Do you have to hey. wear masks? Not, in, like, not in training only. Like We have to wear masks when we go inside the building and then when we're like in the, in the actual like dance room or whatever, we can take it off. Uh, and then, you know, we have to... Uh, mm-hmm. leave the room once an hour to like uh, open up the windows and everything and only like a certain number of people are allowed inside at once it's a little weird and I'm not sure if it's like actually that safe but yeah. you know <laughs> you know Sunday's <laughs> happening at the end huh? oh I just said uh, a line from a country song Okay. I'm sure we all understood the reference no, because y- y- both of you were saying something at the same time, and I didn't I just understand either. I asked, uh, what style of dance do you do? Oh, Latin. Okay. What is that? That's... I, I do I do Latin <laughs> formation, which is... Uh, oh, which Latin? Is like in a team of eight couples, uh, and you dance like a choreography of that is made out of uh, cha-cha, rumba, paso doble, samba, and jive. Yeah, Latin. Okay. Yeah. I think uh, I just didn't okay. didn't. Oh, you didn't understand, understand the word Latin. Accent, sorry. Okay. I yeah, sorry. I was being racist about accents again. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. What did you understand? It just sounded like Latin or Latin. something. Yeah, and I assumed it was like some European dance. Oh no. <laughs> How do you say Latin? The European yeah, dances. You, yes. Well, just Latin. You're saying Latin. it right now. But yeah, you, said, you just like, said it with one. Yeah. Okay. Latin. 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 Alright, that's enough. Emmanuel, do you have one or no wait, you already did one, right? Yeah. I, I have a weird one. I was uh watching uh Congolese wrestling YouTube videos over the last week. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know if if any of you have seen the the Netflix documentary series Home Game, they cover like no. weird weird niche national sports and one of these is uh, like wrestling in the Congo where uh, like show wrestling where the gimmick is that they also do uh, voodoo as part of the matches so 
It's usually oh, like yeah. five to ten minutes of uh, just regular wrestling moves, and uh, then they start casting spells. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. And the matches usually end by like someone being in, in being like uh, in trance or uh, sometimes turned into an animal. It's really weird, but it's really cool. And uh, like John Cena never turned into anyone into a goat, so. Yeah, why aren't they doing more spells in yeah. WWE? It would be much I mean, better. They do that it's basically but it's very intense lapping, if you think about it. But yeah, uh, like I guess the the fiend Bray Wyatt kind of yeah, did or like great. magics, but it was really bad. Mm. And the the fucking boneyard match or whatever. Yeah, mm. I don't know. There should there should be more kayfabe. I think they don't do but enough. Honestly, of it, I but... can. If you if you want wrestling with that that like super leans into impossible kayfabe stuff, check out Lucha Underground. Like I think, mm-hmm. okay, I've heard I that, think yeah. they're all like online for free mm-hmm. on their website, and that's like that's basically a telenovela with wrestling in it. With like, okay. and there's like a ton of supernatural <laughs> yeah. stuff in there. So this Characters stuff only actually die. Yeah. So this stuff only exists in <laughs> obscure. Like YouTube videos that are filmed on low resolution cell phones from bad angles and like Perfect. a lot of guys yelling in that. I guess like French in, <laughs> in the background. But it adds to the experience. What if the Slender Man was wrestling? <laughs> I mean he's he's got all the aspects of a wrestler really. Oh he's mm. not very buff. He's pretty slender. Oh, I guess. There's a few, like, there's a few, like, the thin skinny. wrestlers, and they, like, Zack Sabre Jr., they're, like, lanky, and they're gonna twist you into weird shapes. Oh, fuck. Oh, Ooh. fuck. What if okay. the Slender Man twisted me into a weird shape? Oh, I'm so scared. <laughs> like, he's gonna, ZSJ is, like, kind of, his his whole deal is that he's, he's just, he's just really good at tying people up into a knot. Oh, fuck. Mm. Slender Man real. All right, mm-hmm. this is the end of the episode. Okay. Yeah. Yes. This is where we all say fuck Jorah. Fuck Jorah. Okay. Fuck Jorah. Uh, thank fuck thank Jorah, you for listening. Yeah. Fuck Jorah. Fuck the mountain also. Fuck, 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 the the fuck, uh, fuck that whole uh, list of guys already uh, said. Beware Slenderman. Yeah. Or befriend Slenderman. Slenderman is real and my friend. <laughs> we love him. Um, look after your Slenderman. Yeah, please um, adopt a Slender Jorah. baby today. Yeah. Don't, don't give them chocolate. It's bad for them. Fuck Jorah. Yeah. Good night. Fuck Jorah. Bye. 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 Bye.